You're in the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. You know, every week on the Paracast, we get lots and lots of responses from listeners. And occasionally we get reviews, and of course some people like us, some people don't like us, some people are somewhere in the middle of the road. But I got a really weird review I found over at iTunes. Some people at iTunes have a very confused way of evaluating the show. You know, they evaluate the commercials, not the show. That's one group of people. Then we have this one. It says, sounds like a pair of uncles who know too much about stuff you don't want to know. The random episodes I grabbed made me skip through most of it. Just turn it off. Sorry, just a waste of my time. We are a pair of uncles. What about the guests? Didn't he hear the guests? <laughs> oh, what is he listening to? <laughs> God. Hey, I don't know what to tell you there, uh, iTunes uh, reviewer, but um, I don't know. We got lives, so evidently you do too, huh? Well, he may have lives, but he doesn't know where to spend it. I mean, that's ridiculous. It sounds yeah. like he thinks it's just you and I talking for two hours or three hours. Right. And he never heard the show, so he doesn't yeah, know. There's some shows I hardly say a word. That's true. We let the guests talk. So I don't know. And I think... Well, we had Nancy Talbot on the show just a couple of three weeks ago. We were talking about Lucius Farish. Nancy is an uncle, an aunt maybe, but not an uncle. I don't know. The other thing, of course, is that some people don't like the fact that we have commercials. And I understand the concern. You know, people don't always like commercials. They want to fast forward through them, which is your decision, of course. But you have to realize here that we're not alone. You know, GCN has, what, 50 different radio shows, all of whom use the same frequency of commercials we follow in that commercial schedule clear channel the number one radio network in the usa with premier radio networks it means we have the same commercial frequency as rush limbaugh as george nori on coast to coast to am no difference so why is it different for us well, it seems longer because I think GCN has a lot more of the shorter 15-second commercials. So it uh, seems like there's more commercials, even though the actual amount of time devoted to them is, is identical. Yeah, I know there's a debate there when you do commercials whether you get more of an impact with a 15- or 30-second commercial or a 60-second commercial. And I don't know what the answer is. I expect with the economy being what it is, you take what you get. You know, if you get four 15-second commercials, you will probably charge, because this is the way it goes, more than you get for just one 60-second commercial. Don't let me explain that. That's how it works. No, it makes sense. And the other, of course, would be that they're interested in the guest or don't like the guest. But it's curious that people will remark about the commercials, even though, as I said, the frequency of commercials is no different. If you don't like them, like I said, you fast-forward. That's the advantage of being able to download the show. You listen to the content that you like, and we hope you'll like most of what we do, because we, I think we have done things in paranormal radio that most shows are afraid to do. They're afraid to upset anybody. They're afraid to express criticism of a particular guest or a particular point of view. And I think if you don't do that, you're not going to learn anything about this subject, and you're not going to be able to figure out what's going on. At the end, yeah. we are explorers. Well, and also we're you know we're interested to find out as close to the truth as we can, and 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 become as up to speed in these many areas that we talk about as possible. I mean, I guess some listeners prefer Entertainment Tonight, you know, or some TV viewers prefer Entertainment Tonight to sixty minutes. We we would prefer to lean to the sixty minutes side. <laughs> That's the tough questions. Exactly. 
And that's why, for example, a very few people out there will not come on the show. They don't want to have to answer questions that they may not expect or maybe they're not prepared for. Although I think that when a guest, if they have an interesting point of view and they know their stuff, what are they afraid of? No. I mean, there's nothing wrong with saying, I don't know the answer. We're not expecting any guest, even a so-called expert, to know everything. So if a guest says, you know what, I don't know. I'm not sure about that particular item. And I would say, fine, let's go to the next subject. You can't force a person to know. I'd rather have someone say they don't know than make something up. Yeah, or, or try to kind of skirt around the issue and pretend like they know even though they don't. Sounds like that legendary question asked on the PowerCast of Jim Sparks' as contactee, where he says he's aboard a spaceship, what, seven, eight hours? And so one of our co-hosts said, okay, uh, did you ever have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> I think I asked that of David Jacobs, too. Exactly. It's a sensible question. It may seem silly at first glance, but you know what? The person could have said, well, you know, I don't recall. Obviously, I was drugged or I was this. I don't know. Maybe they use a catheter or two. Catheter, I don't know. yeah, that's what I was going to say. That's yeah. a good excuse, okay? They took care of it medically, or they gave me some kind of inoculation or something. Yeah, well, he wasn't ready for that. No, he wasn't. Well, I can always hold myself for a long period of time. I would have thought there would have been better questions, but he wasn't prepared for it, didn't think about it, didn't no. expect it, and that was good radio. Because it also made us more and more suspicious of his claims. I like the uh, roundtable with Bud Hopkins and David Jacobs. And I, I asked, well, out of the thousand or so cases you've had, how many people have described a bathroom? And he couldn't think of one. I think I reminded him one of, of the one that I recall. And it was some woman. And she said when she was shown the bathroom, she was horrified that it was so filthy. <laughs> Maybe they don't have those <laughs> restaurant inspectors that visit these spaceships. You know, in a lot of cities, you have inspectors. They go out and make sure the restaurant is clean, the bathrooms are clean. They don't yeah. have little tiny buggies, you know, on the windowsills, things like that. And you wonder, you think an advanced alien species? Well, you know, cleanliness would be something that would be dealt with as a matter of course. Yeah, alien toilet paper. That's an interesting concept. I don't want to tell you that. <laughs> when I was in summer camp, uh -oh. my, my late brother, Wally Steinberg, sends me a letter written on toilet paper. And he went on for a long time writing this letter. Just writing on toilet paper, you have to think how difficult that is, what kind of pen. He's using a fountain pen, I think. You know, so it was very soft, didn't tear it. And, you know... He maybe used Charmin. I don't know what the best toilet papers are. And he said, in the end, he claimed to be an alien being visiting the Earth. And he said, you would be shocked at what Earth people do with this stuff. Don't even ask me to go on. I think that was enough. Uh, yeah, I think that was enough, Gene. One of the classic letters he wrote. Unfortunately, he's no longer with us. I guess we lost his sense of humor when he became the corporate person. He was well-known in the healthcare industry as also an investment banker. But speaking of brothers, you have a brother. Quite a, quite a few of them, actually. I've got uh, three brothers and a half-brother. Okay. Is this the full brother? This is Brendan. Yeah, Brendan and I grew up together in Bellevue, Washington. Uh, so shared, he's O'Brien also? Yes. Okay. Shared uh, quite a number of uh, really cool experiences. He was with me on the New Paltz uh, ball field when we had our 
had our multi-object, multi-witness sighting in 79. Uh, he spent many years down in, um, five years actually, down in Mexico, setting up his uh, travel service to the five countries that have Mayan ruins. And uh, in the time they spent down there, he befriended some of the top archaeologists and scientists who were doing the digs at Palenque and and other ruins uh, down in the in the Maya lands. And he and his his partner uh, Johnny, who's uh, very very up to speed on a lot of the Mayan stuff that we're now going to be talking about today, they're uh, they're joining the Paracast for the first time. This will be uh, real fun, and we're also going to have a return visit by. Everybody's favorite Zuni elder and trickster, Clifford Mahoudi. Boy, I saw him over at the International UFO Conference. He attracts the women. Amazing. Well, he's a chick he's magnet. He's older than us. Yeah, well, he's, he's a chick magnet. Well, he's certainly quite a character, and we look forward to talking with him once again today and hearing his great insights. We'd love to have you subscribe to our newsletter. You can get updated schedules for the shows, cutting-edge commentaries from me, from Chris, and special guest commentators such as Kurt Southerly. All this and more, the official Paracast newsletter. Go to newsletter.theparacast.com, newsletter.theparacast.com. It's free. So we have on this episode... Brendan O'Brien, Johnny Chanel, and Zuni elder Clifford Mahoudi. Coming up on... The Paracast. <laughs> This, folks, is a revelation. No more wall warts for charging your USB devices, including your iPads, iPhones, iPods, Android cell phones, USB chargeable cameras, and more. Power to you replaces the standard AC outlet and gives you two high-power USB ports and two AC outlets. To get one, go to MaxSales.com slash power to you. That's MaxSales.com, power number two, letter U. Check it out. You know, we develop trust in the people we know, but we don't really know someone we can see. That's why I recommend GoToMeeting with HD Faces. It's a simple online meeting service. It's GoToMeeting by Citrix. All it takes is a webcam and a click to instantly collaborate. You can start hosting your own face-to-face -face online meetings today with GoToMeeting. You can try it free for 30 days. Visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. We all know the importance of having storable foods, but what about when the food runs out? What then? For real food independence, you need a supply of non-hybrid seeds. Introducing the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. The Survival Seed Vault is sealed for freshness and includes 20 varieties of easy-to-grow non-hybrid seeds for only $37.95. For less than $40, bucks, you have got real food independence, and the Survival Seed Vault includes detailed planting and seed-saving instructions. Imagine the barter power you'll have when the food supply does collapse. Right now, save $9 instantly when you buy three or more Survival Seed Vaults from MyPatriotSupply.com. Same-day shipping on all orders, plus free shipping on orders over $49. Call 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness products at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. 
We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System system today complete with two black berkey elements for only 231 dollars and the berkey guy will ship your order free of charge with the purchase of a berkey light the berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only 39.99 that's over 30 percent off the retail price call the berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653 that's 1-877-886-3653 or order online at goberkey.com that's goberkey.com today Did you know that how well your brain works is directly dependent upon how well your gut works? Did you know that an inflamed or compromised digestive system directly contributes to poor focus, depression, irritability, attention deficit, and hyperactivity? By eliminating the inflammation in your intestines and by having good bacteria populations, you may enjoy better brain function. The most important protein your body needs to keep inflammation down is glutathione. The number one food to support a dramatic increase in glutathione production is undamaged whey protein from grass-fed cows. Virtually all whey proteins are damaged by heat, filtration, and chemicals, except one. One World Whey is the most life-giving whey protein on the market. It is changing the lives of its users in very positive ways. One World Whey may act as one of the most important health foods to support your and your child's optimal brain function. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And if you'd like to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. Or check us out at iTunes. So, despite the claim from some strange alleged listener to the Paracast that our show consisted of just a couple of uncles ranting, we actually have three guests. (laughs) And, you know, they might be uncle to somebody or aunt to somebody, but not to me. Chris, you assembled this group of very special guests, the kind of guests you don't hear on, I guess, any paranormal radio show. Would you introduce our guests and get the discussion going, please? I certainly will. We have, uh, of course, returning to the Paracast, uh, everybody's favorite Zuni uncle, Clifford Mahuti, who, uh, as Gene pointed out, is, uh, has a hard time dealing with the fact that he's a chick magnet. But uh, <laughs> we won't. Oh, we won't uh, <laughs> Gene mentioned in the preamble that uh, he was quite impressed with the, the you just seem to attract women, uh, Clifford. And I know it's tough to sometimes be. Uh, a person like that, but you have fun, right? Of course. Of course. Clifford was on the show some months back. We introduced him to the Paracast audience, and he spoke very eloquently about Zuni um, star knowledge and Zuni traditional uh, information about creation myths. And we had uh, quite a good uh, response to the show. When Gene and I were talking about future shows uh, some weeks back, 
Um, I mentioned the idea of, of looking at this 2012 time period and really kind of separating the uh, signal from the noise that we're experiencing out in the media about this uh, very crucial time period. And I thought, what a perfect opportunity to introduce to the Paracast my brother, uh, Brendan O'Brien, and um, his partner, Johnny Chanel, who have been operating the finest travel service down to the Maya lands uh, going on 13 years now. And they lived among the Maya and uh, met many of the uh, archaeologists and anthropologists that are involved in uncovering uh, temple sites down in the highlands of Chiapas and other places. They've really established themselves as the premier travel service down to the Maya lands. And along the way, they've amassed an incredible amount of, of experience down in the Maya lands. And, and of course, they've, uh, they've got quite a, an insider's look, I think, into this whole end of uh, three major cycles uh, in the Mayan calendars. And uh, we're going to talk about all this today. And we're also going to get uh, an interesting kind of dovetailed insight by uh, Clifford about how these types of end time stories and traditions dovetail into the North American indigenous tradition. So this is, a, I think, a really important show, and, and I'm really looking forward to uh, a lively conversation, poking fun at some of the uh, myths surrounding this time period, and, and laying out what, uh, what the Maya think, and uh, to the best of our abilities as outsiders to, to interpret this information. So I want to welcome all of you to the show, and uh, this is going to be fun. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks. I like the fact they have that rehearsed. Uh, no, we don't. <laughs> Everybody's response is in sync. But, you know, I think the big thing here is there's a perception, gang, and anyone could take an answer on this. There's a perception that the end of 2012, in December, because of what is allegedly in the Mayan calendar, or one of the Mayan calendars, it means the cycle or the entire world may come to an end so who wants to take the answer? What's the truth? Well, I'll give you a little anecdotal answer. I think uh, for a lot of people, the end of the world is every day, and I'm, I'm kind of poking fun. I, I have never seen or heard from anyone um, in, the, you know, in the Maya communities or experts. There's never been anyone who stated that the end of the Bakhtun is the end of the world. And, and that's, that's, it really tickles me because... You turn on the TV or the radio and you talk to people who are going to go down. Well, we were going to go, but, you know, we're going to stay home on 2012 and make sure we have enough food and water. I mean, I'm appalled in one way and the other way I'm tickled. But I've, I, I have never heard uh, from any legitimate source that the Maya wrote that the end of the world is at the end of the Bakhtun, ever. Let's first uh, begin by defining our terms. Let's go ahead and give our listeners a thumbnail sketch about how the Maya view this upcoming time period. Uh, why don't you define uh, Bakhtun, Khatun, and the Zolkin for us so that everybody has kind of the same uh, up-to-speed knowledge about what these uh, cycles mean and, and uh, which cycles we're referring to. I think Johnny can be a little more eloquent in her explanation, so Johnny, I'll let you take that question. Well, I would say that, uh, you know, there in the Maya Long Count calendar, which is numerical placements, each with a dot in between, we're all seeing that we're coming up on 13.0.0.0.0.0. Each of those places in the Long Count have their own names. Like the name for a day is King, which is also the, the same word for the sun. And each of those have their own attributes. Some of them have 19 
places that they go through. Others only have 17. And it, it's very, you know, it's too complicated to explain the whole thing. It's easier, better done with diagrams and stones, actually. <laughs> but in any case, what's important about this one is that we're coming up on the end of a 5,100-plus-year cycle that is considered to be one cycle of a creation cycle, but there were others before that. There were at least three that have been spoken of before that, and they expect another in the future. So the end of the world... Into the world as we know it, not exactly like that. I'd say more that we are seeing changes that are going on. We're seeing changes in consciousness. People are changing very rapidly. Um, human beings are changing, and the planet is changing rapidly. The odd weather conditions, tornadoes in the wrong place at the wrong time, tsunamis, volcanoes, earthquakes in odd places, um, all those sorts of things are a signal of that there's something going on in the earth that's very significant, and anybody that doesn't see it is blind. And so I would say it's not something that's going to happen on December 21, 2012. It's something that's already been happening and is happening right now while we're talking about it. And if I might, I'd like to just quickly, as an addendum to that, now when, when we associate the end of the world or the end of an epic, uh, the Maya talk about the different endings to their world or, or the different strife at the end of long cycles of time. It's interesting uh, because the first strife the Maya had and, uh, was a war, and their war was with the monkeys. And they were trying to eke out a place in their habitat. So they had to struggle with the monkeys who really had control. And, and it, it was harsh. And the Maya were almost wiped out. And then once they were able to live with the monkey and conquer their space, then they had another catastrophe, and it was the jaguar. And so we see in the first two, um, these, these two huge strikes that come in, in the end of periods of time, they, they moved to, in the beginning through the natural world with the strife. And it doesn't seem to go away because then water comes in. And I'll tell you what, let's go into more of these mysteries and these, and yeah, these symptoms and as we this. do our next segment. We okay. have a special collection of guests okay. joining us. We have Brendan O'Brien, Johnny Chanel, and Cliff Mahuti With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. <laughs> America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com slash radio, DreamHost.com slash radio. Magazine provides true reports of the strange and unknown. Keep up with the latest on angels and miracles, psychic phenomena, ghosts, UFOs, life after death, and much, much more. To receive your free issue of Fate Magazine, call now at 1-800-728-2730 or visit their website at www.fatemag.com. That's 1-800-728-2730. What are you waiting for? 
Your fate awaits. Are you having trouble paying your mortgage? Maybe your mortgage loan is upside down or in foreclosure. Maybe the bank already foreclosed on you. Don't sit around being a victim of bank fraud. Fight back. We have the tools to help you fight back. Here's how. Go to inspectoraudit.com and click on the GCN radio special. Order a summary audit. Find the real truth about your loan. Maybe like me, you'll find your bank loan was paid off already. Maybe, like me, you'll find your bank defrauded you at the closing. And maybe, like me, you will go after them. Did you know 78% of home loans in the last 10 years violated consumer credit laws? We should not let the banks get away with this fraud. Go to InspectorAudit.com and click on the GCN radio special. Order a summary audit today and find the truth about your mortgage loan. That's InspectorAudit.com or call 855-373-4948. That's 1-855-373-4948. If you owe the IRS money you can't pay, then listen carefully, because you already know that the problem won't go away by itself. You can get help today from the leading tax expert in the country, Dan Pilla. Hi, I'm Dan Pilla. The IRS isn't going to just forget about you. Right now, the IRS is hiring thousands of tax collectors to go after delinquent accounts just like yours. That's why you need to take action today, and I can help. I take a simple but proven approach to solving your tax debt problem. First, I stabilize collections so you don't have to worry about wage and bank levies. Next, I build a detailed plan to get your debt reduced to the fullest extent possible, sometimes even eliminated. Finally, I work with you every step of the way to get your problem solved once and for all. So call now for a free consultation. Call 1-800-346-6829. Dan Pilla will solve your tax problem guaranteed. He's helped thousands of people and he can help you too. Call us today at 800-346-6829. That's 800-34-NO-TAX. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. That bears repeating. Digestive health is the key to wellness and elimination of toxins. And Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse is the key to digestive health. Pro-EM-1 is a powerful liquid probiotic, strong enough to cleanse, gentle enough to use every day. Pro-EM-1 is dairy, wheat, and soy-free, contains all natural and certified organic ingredients, contains no preservatives or animal products, supports a healthy digestive and immune system, supports weight loss, improves absorption of food nutrients, aids in controlling yeast infections, is never freeze-dried, and uses three groups of live, viable, beneficial microbes to cleanse and remove toxins. Order Pro-EM-1 Daily Probiotic Cleanse at Terraganics.com. Spelled T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. Terraganics.com. Or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Pro-EM-1, the raw probiotic. Hi, this is Don Ecker, and you are tuned into the Paracast. Let me tell you what, you're going to hear stuff here that you probably won't hear anywhere else. Hear that, George Snorri? On the Paracast, we have a trio of special guests. We have Brendan O'Brien. Yes, he's related to that other O'Brien guy who joins us every week, Johnny Chanel of the Maya Sites Travel Service. And we have that linked over at theparacast.com if you want to check out their touring service. And our favorite Zuni elder himself, Cliff Mahuti. And we're exploring all these cycles and events that might be happening, and we're thinking about all the weather changes. So I had to ask you one question, Brendan, and that is scientists will say this is man-made global warming. It's causing all this stuff to happen. How do you respond to that? Oh, uh, I think that's another one. I, 
I think that it's you can view you know, that that man as as part of an as as taking participating as part of a natural cycle. I mean, we tend to see ourselves human beings separate from nature. We have separated ourselves from nature, but nature hasn't separated itself from us. So it's all part of the global warming could be what we're doing, but nonetheless, Gaia is a big planet. She already is doing her thing. And what the Maya are in tune with is that their long count calendar is not a solar-based calendar. What we're used to is a solar-based Gregorian calendar, which is based on the sun comes up every day and goes down every day. And it's based on a solar cycle. With the Maya calendar, it's based on, based on Earth cycles. It's based on a relationship with the Earth. The sun is included in that. Every day there is a keen day, a Sunday, is called a day. But it's a much bigger cycle than that that has to do with what Gaia is doing. And if you want to say anything about that, that there's anything predictive about the Maya calendar, it would be that it is tuned into planetary and Earth cycles all working together to create a, a, a certain period of time that's going to be distressful and catastrophic for many people. But we can't really say humans made it happen. Why can't we say humans are contributing to it? We could say that we're contributing to it. And I, I, I'm not, believe me, I believe in global warming. I know what we're doing. I'm just well, saying, and, aside from that, we're just a small part of what the planet and, and, and is doing. And when the Maya do, and again, when the, uh, the Maya sa- said that this end of this particular Bakhtun, uh, whereas water was was what came in and inundated the people and they had to reestablish themselves, this time they said it's an earth-shaking. It's an earth-shaking event. And so the earth-shaking isn't something necessarily that we cause. I mean, earthquakes and volcanoes have a mind of their own. But an earth-shaking event, that would cause large waves. Uh, it would cause mudslides, um, it, it, uh, super storms, large storms. And we have seen that. And we know that the earth is shaking and causing those problems. But I think... Well, Brennan, uh, Brennan yeah. I find it very interesting now that I just read an article a couple of days ago that scientists are now acknowledging that this new practice of fracking uh, in the Midwest is actually causing causing earthquakes. That's not surprising. Let's explain what fracking is. It's not a phrase that's used on the Battlestar Galactica TV show. (laughs) (laughs) That's fracked up, dude. Well, fracking is is how, uh, you you know, uh, the oil companies are now trying to drain out wells that were you know previously thought to be exhausted of of oil they're pumping water and chemicals down they're trying uh, to induce the remnants exactly. trying to get the waste product the stuff that they couldn't process and they're going through extraordinary ways to try to get more oil somehow. well and, and they're creating stress within fractures uh, where these deposits are found and in geologically unstable zones this could be a tipping point scenario where enough material is introduced under pressure deep in the ground to create seismic events. And, well, I hadn't uh, thought about it, but they did those yesterday that they actually are, are know that they're causing small tremors. So, uh, so humans are becoming uh, more and more impactful in the environment. Clifford, when we spoke yes. to you, uh, when you uh, were on the show, 
we were talking uh, briefly about this particular time period. How does the Zuni view of this particular, I, I guess for lack of a better term, end of the fourth world, uh, how does the Zuni uh, tradition dovetail with what the Maya have been saying? Uh, you, you know, the Mayans are, they have a calendar, very sophisticated. In the Zuni world and the way that the uh, original uh, timetable, if you may, was set out was by sequential, rather sequential and also of how mankind treats the planet as in order to keep the world in balance. One of the things that, uh, and this, uh, of course, is the the uh, root of the the star people coming over there and make the, the Pueblo Indian functional. And with a lot of teachings, it took uh, a long time for them to, to the star people or the, uh, we call them the, we call them the raw people uh, because we were the equivalent to the God. So they were taught, we were taught, from the beginning of how to keep the world in balance. And there's many, many factors. First of all was to, to take care of the earth and the environment, how not to uh, over uh, overkill a lot of the, the plant, plants, and because they're the ones that brought the plant life, the animal life, and to respect all living things, regardless of, of uh, whether they be uh, four-legged or two-legged. And in one in the teachings that they were, uh, which we still go through today, they gave us prayer systems. They gave us the rituals to keep the world in balance. And uh, in the origin of the Zuni people, as we are in this age, we came from the Grand Canyon. The last two or three worlds were destroyed by different things relative to like earth changes, and the whole the way the world is set up in the whole solar system and the universe. And in one of our, I mean, in one of our teachings brought us by the, the star people or the gods, the world flipped on its axis in the past, and we have this within our own rituals and knowledge. And the reason that it flipped on that side is because the last, uh, the last world was not in balance by not following the protocols given by by uh, the creator or uh, the, mm -hmm. the system that was uh, presented to them. Now, when they came back out again, they were also a contact was made with the, the ancient aliens, if you may, and the star people, and also we were given a, a new set of instructions on the star knowledge of how to maintain the Earth. And there was a lot of things that uh, we go through rituals even to this day. And, of course, within the last, in my lifetime, we've lost a lot of those uh, practices. But the, the Zunis and other Pueblos believe that mankind has a lot to do with the imbalance of the, the, the Mother Earth. So that actually and, argues, Clifford, for some kind of man-made global warming, that we're screwing up the environment by dint of all the things we're doing for profit motive and nothing else. Well, that that they would make an argument for that because we, uh, I, I think it's so. The simplest way to put it is that 
we do not have the the uh, respect of what we are supposed to be doing on this planet. And even within our own Indian tribes, we have exceeded those those uh, uh, boundaries. If you look at any Indian nation, even though we went through a whole conquering process after we were settled in whatever was left of the the little patches on this, especially on this continent, they're still violating those people that are in power and by not carrying out their rituals. I'll tell you what, we'll get more into this in a moment. We have Clifford Mahoudi, the Zuni elder. We have Brendan O'Brien and Johnny Chanel of the Maya Sites Travel Service. And we have Gene and Chris, because you're in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo Tote Bag... All sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality. You know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. Stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. If you go to store.theparacast.com, stop by and take a shopping tour. Healthy soils grow healthy plants. So before you plant your survival garden this year, is your soil healthy? Maximize your crisis garden soil with EM1 from Terraganics. EM1 organic soil conditioner, fertilizer amendment, and compost accelerant provides healthier gardens and faster, efficient garden composting. EM1 from Terraganics.com quickly improves soil structure by increasing nutrient availability and converting organic matter into soil humus. This improves seed germination and root growth, improves plant quality, size, color, flavor, nutrient value of fruits and vegetables and improves shelf life. And when rain is not in the forecast, no worries. EM1 improves moisture retention in soils, helping reduce drought stress. Just like you prepare all else, prepare your crisis garden for maximum yields with EM1 from Terraganics.com. Order now at T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Terraganics, life's getting better. The perfect water for drinking, bathing, and cleaning right at your fingertips? Yes, you can now have the most powerful water ionizer on the market for less than half the price of competitors. The Genesis Platinum Water Ionizer from GibsonsHealth.com creates the perfect drinking water of 9.5 pH, automatically cleans every time you use it, and even tells you when to change filters. Other 7-plate water ionizers are priced at two or even $3,000, but the Genesis Platinum is only $16.95. Get yours today at GibsonsHealth.com. Under Nutritionals, be sure to click on Essential Oils for Aromatic Liquids extracted from a broad range of flowers, stems, seeds, and bark. And to really balance your body, click on Go Green, the most complete green drink available, necessary for survival. All this and more are found at GibsonsHealth.com. Call 800-388-6844. 
That's 800-388-6844 or gibsonshealth.com. Healthful living since 1974. Are you still a traditional smoker? Now experience a new lifestyle and try vaping with e-cigarettes by LeSig. Imagine no ashes, stains, nasty smell, or coughing and hacking. With LeSig e-cigarettes revolutionary microelectronic technology, rechargeable battery, and unique replaceable cartridge, you'll get all the benefits and satisfaction of smoking without the hazards. Choose your taste from a wide variety of our new American-made vaporian e-liquids at LeSig.com. And LeSig smokes the competition by serving thousands of worldwide customers with real people customer service, fast, free, same-day shipping, and a 30 day warranty and satisfaction guarantee so are you ready for a new vaping lifestyle then call 870-518-4307 that's 870-518-4307 or visit lesig.com spelled l-e-c-i-g.com lesig e-cigarettes for today's modern smoker This is Kurt Seven, the author of UFO Mysteries, and you're listening to the Paracast. Talking about Mayan mysteries, global warming, taking care of Mother Earth, the bumpy ride towards uncertainty with Gene and Chris. We have Clifford Mahoudi, Zuni Elder, Brendan O'Brien, and Johnny Chanel of the Maya Sites Travel Service. Clifford, you had gone into a lengthy explanation here about the Indians today don't practice the old rituals. This is what you were saying early. Yes, deviated from that, primarily because of the, where we are at in the world today. Uh, if you look at you look at the world at large, especially on this continent, we do not have the the land anymore. We do not have the places of worship anymore to uh, connect with the gods or the star people and other other deities in order to carry out our functions as medicine people, as priesthood, and so on. Now, Clifford, when you talk about the star people, beings like that, are you speaking in the sense of gods, in the sense of them being gods, or maybe E.T. came down here and made a presence known and decided to set their own rules in force? Well, uh, they started out as E.T., and then when they set up the system, uh, they were uh, referred to as gods. In our Zuni interpretation, we call them raw people. Uh, they're, they're raw people, R-A-W, not cooked. So they, they can go back and forth into many, many dimensions. And, uh, of course, they can, uh, and they're, uh, we call them the priesthood of the sky. Of course, there's other deities that take care of the rest of the earth functions, which are the underground people, the, the directional people, and other deities. But the important thing uh, is that we had a contact from the universe somewhere out there that brought these things that when the, when the planet was uh, still young or still, we call it when the planet was raw. And so that's why we call them the raw people because of that uh, that timing, whatever. Okay, now, does that tell us then, Clifford, that maybe we're moving in the wrong direction with the things okay. that we're doing now? No, uh, you mean as far as the Earth is concerned? Yeah. Yes. Uh, well, the other thing, too, is that all the other rest of the our prophecies talk about these things. 
they say that if we do not carry out the protocols given by the by the people that uh, made us what we are today, we will certainly certainly go in the wrong direction. And we have already done that. We do not have the the system anymore where where we do the prayer systems for the earth. We do not even have the way uh, of uh, communicating with each other on this planet. And these were all prophesized. Uh, we're not so famous as the Hopis, but ours is so, so it's a very, very broad spectrum. For example, uh, they, we, the grandfathers talked about overpopulation. They talked about other races of people coming over here. And the, the mixture of the, the languages, which would uh, be the downfall of our uh, rituals, which would uh, directly affect the cycles of the earth, which I'm, which that I mean by uh, we no longer have uh, crops, uh, we no longer have water, and that's because of overpopulation. The introduction of different animals that were not at, uh, indigenous to this part of the world were part of the mix, and I think we can see this with the, uh, especially the microscopic uh, animals and plants. Uh, a good example is the tumbleweed. The tumbley was not indigenous to this area, and so when when it first came about, way back in the early 1900s, the old timers said that I guess this is what they were talking about, that they would create a lot of drought, and unfortunately that's what happened. But there are so many many things that you can take off on any path, and our people here in Zuni have been versed are, are very versed on those type of traditions and knowledge, and but. Uh, it's, it's been a long time since anybody really asked these questions. Unfortunately, we're losing a lot of those people that had this knowledge because it's not passed on. It's not set down in books in written form? Is it all oral tradition then? It's all oral tradition. That, and I've read a lot of books uh, of the ethnologists and anthropologists, archaeologists that came here in the 1800s. But they were more uh, concerned about the daily practices of what they can see rather than what the philosophy and the, the religious order system of the, they touched on it, but they didn't go into it deep enough because they did not have the time, they didn't have the techniques. So, but uh, our Zun people still have this knowledge, but at the same time, we say, what, why, uh, even if we have this knowledge, what good is it? Because we no longer have the land. We no longer have the ritual sites to carry out these practices to keep the uh, earth in check, in balance, and also the weather. Like, for example, we're having uh, severe uh, uh, windstorms. In the old days, the, the priesthood and the, the warrior society would go and actually talk to the weather, and we would never have this type of a weather that like we're having. But we were also told that in the future, oh, the reason why the Indian Zuni Indians were set in this particular location after the migrations is because that they will, will be, we will not be bothered with earthquakes, we will not be bothered with floods, hurricanes, high windstorms, lava eruptions, and all that. So they chose this place. There's actually nothing out here. There's no minerals. There's not even gravel. And I always used to ask the question. Why are we here? And uh, the answer was because the Creator put us over here to be protected 
for the next one that's going to come, when the next uh, upheavals and the, the, the imbalance of the earth, and they also predicted or prophesied that the there'll also be another pole shift that's going to be a, uh, coming in the next one, and you'll flip over its axis again. So there sounds like so that sounds like the earth shaking. So it's it's, well, it's very well, similar to the Maya. Then the the if the if the Earth uh, tips well, over, you know, it's funny listening listening just now. Uh, the Maya have have you know uh, the same like the same kind of traditions where uh, they have uh, rituals to keep uh, nature in balance, to keep the weather in balance. And one of the things that's starting concerning the Maya elders and the shaman and the daykeepers and the people who carried the stories and passed them down, was that the, the world was changing so rapidly. The Maya, uh, in the six, all the way up to the 60s, could, would know within a day when to plant their corn, and the water would come, and it was something they knew how to do. But in the last uh, years, uh, from the 70s on, they're unable to know that particular day because it's changing so fast. And in the highlands up in, in Chiapas, uh, in San Cristobal, there's uh, many different Maya peoples who come together and reenact creation and reenact their story. And the people who, the elders who put, who organized that celebration, they also are supposed to control the weather so that the festival can go on. And if any bad weather comes, they put them, they take the elders who organize uh, the event and they put them, and this happens every year, they put them in jail until they make the weather do what it's supposed to do. And so the really? elders sit, sit in the jail, yes, and they pray and they do the praying and they change the weather so they can start the festival again. And in, in the recent years, they've been having a harder time of making sure that the weather is cooperating with the ritual because they work hand in hand. So I saw a lot of similarities there. This is a question that will probably have to be responded to on the other side after the next break. And that is, Brendan, and maybe Johnny, you could answer this. Why is there a perception on the part of so many people at the Mayan, well, they're, they're extinct, which obviously they're not. <laughs> That's a good question. It borders on hilarious. I actually heard that on the History Channel. I was dumbfounded. Uh, I no, could I not know. believe it. We, we actually, when Johnny and I first went down uh, to the Yucatan uh, for a much-needed break and relaxation, uh, we met a lot of the Mayan. I worked with them, and Johnny worked with them, and, and we lived among them. And they're such wonderful people. But then these tourists would be coming through, and they would be going, yeah, those Maya were something, man. Too bad they aren't around so we could ask them what's going on. I'll tell you what, we have to ask some other people what's going on, and then we'll get back to figuring this all out. We'd love to have you subscribe to our newsletter. You can get updated schedules for the shows, cutting-edge commentaries from me, from Chris, and special guest commentators such as Kurt Southerly. All this and more, the official Paracast newsletter. Go to newsletter.theparacast.com, newsletter.theparacast.com. It's free. We're hearing from Clifford Mahoudi. We're hearing from Brendan O'Brien. He's related to the other O'Brien, by the way. And Johnny Chanel with Gene and Chris. You're in the Paracast.
The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. If you'd like to listen to GCN programs on the go, I have great news. GCN has created a Droid and iPhone application, and it's free. Just as easy as going to GCNlive.com, click on the banner and download. Before you know it, you'll be listening to your favorite hard-hitting GCN shows, live or on demand, right on your Droid or iPhone, 24-7 and on the go. So download the Droid and iPhone app free by clicking on the banner at GCNlive.com. Thanks again for listening to GCNlive.com. Again, that's GCNlive.com. Hi, this is Ted Anderson. Have you ever wondered why banks, stockbrokers, investment advisors won't talk about gold IRAs? They've been available since 1986, yet the financial industry won't recognize the value of gold for your retirement. Gold has outperformed paper investments, yet no word about IRAs. If you would like to have gold for your retirement, call 800-686-2237. Don't get left behind by rising inflation and low returns. Call 800-686-2237. Secure your future and call 1-800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. Okay, end times, Mayan mysteries, visits from the star people, so much to put together, and correcting the perception that the Mayans are yesterday's news. We we have Brendan O'Brien, we have Johnny Chanel, we have Cliff Mahoudi. Johnny, you were going to say something before, and I had to interrupt you, but let's do it. Okay. That misperception is based on um, a misunderstanding that happened when the first tourists started going to the Mayan ruins, and it created a mystique in that there were some people that were here, but now they're not here anymore, very much like the Anasazi, in that they were here and now they're not here anymore. So... The tourists all got, they looked at the old pyramids and everything, all the old structures, everything. They said, oh, well, you know, it must have been a magnificent civilization. It's too bad that they're gone. Well, everybody just kind of let them hold that thought. They let that, that for the mystique factor. And they still have the, the thing where um, you can go on a tour bus to go to Chichen Itza, and the guide on the tour will speak as if the, the Maya were, are gone without ever telling the people that I, for one, am Maya, the tour guide, or all the people that are doing the landscaping at your hotel and cleaning your room and serving you drinks, all those people are Maya, and that there are 4 million Maya in the Maya countries of Guatemala, Belize, Honduras, and Mexico. There's 4 million Maya. They're the largest indigenous group of people anywhere in the world, so they didn't go anywhere. Yeah, also, I'd like to just add, too, that the Maya, you know, <laughs> to get to know them is, is it's a wonderful process. But it isn't something that, that happens easily or right away. And I can see uh, people going down there and going, you know, what is this? Uh, I mean, what does it mean? And the Maya, who could speak English, would be less apt to tell them. Uh, what it means to them or what it means to their community because of just the nature of their relationship with the tourism or with the people coming down looking for quick answers. And, and it's, it's a process of, of living there and slowly letting the environment peel away at you and letting go of layers. 
and the community can see this process going on in you. So for me, it took a long time. I had I had a lot of skins that needed to come off and let the environment soak in and and work on me. And they and they tended to know when I was ready for communication about certain things. It's not like you could just go and ask a question and get an answer. Uh, they're pretty closed mouth. You know, there's only three books published. Uh, you know, ancient Maya works, but uh, I think there's a consensus among the people, the anthropologists, and and a lot of the archaeologists that there are other books, but we're not able to see them. They're not going to show them to us. Okay. And another part of that too is that you have to remember that the Spanish colonial period was so incredibly harsh on the Maya people that they became closed mouth where they didn't share any information with outsiders because they remembered when they were burned at the stake for their beliefs and where all their sacred books were burned. And they remember that goes back from stories in their family that go way back. So they know that they're connected to it, but they haven't always been, to sum that up, the real forthcoming with that. They'd rather be thought of then as being extinct because people won't bother them? That's part of it. Sure. That's probably part of it. Well, um, also, a, a lang- uh, I have to bring up, too, a language barrier. For many of for the majority, the vast majority of the Maya people in the Yucatan, they, their first language is a, a Maya dialect. It's not Spanish. So, for many of them, they, for years and years and years, had no way to communicate with the tourists. The tourists didn't speak Maya. The, the tour guides only spoke Spanish. Um, they didn't really have a way to even have a voice or any say in what was going on because no one knew what they were saying. And the tour guides were all Spanish. And so they couldn't talk to the Maya. So they would just blurb the same old stuff. For many years, the, the, the government body that does the licensing on the tour guides in the Yucatan, they wouldn't even let Maya guys be guides because they said their Spanish wasn't good enough. And, it, you know, it was very much so that, in a way, that has kind of protected them. But um, to, I would like to talk about something about um, Clifford's point of that we've lost our ability, we, we, we've forgotten the ways, we're losing the ways on um, how we need to treat the earth with respect. That falls in line completely with the Maya stories of the previous creations, in that every one of the creations, when they happen, the original people were given the information on what they needed to do to live in harmony with the earth. But as, the, as, the, as people, as it goes down through generations, it gets lost and diluted, and over the course of time, by the end of the cycle, people have completely forgot what they're doing, they've gone totally crazy, they're doing the ant dance, and this is a cycle that keeps repeating itself. According to the Maya elders, they, if you were to talk, go to Guatemala and say to them, are you worried that on December 21 the whole world's going to end? They would say to you, look, if people, if human beings don't start acting like human beings and really being in that respect, being a, a, as a human, that we are animals and that means that we are part of the earth, but that because we're human, we, are, we have a different set of consciousness that we have to be responsible for. And that with every one of these destruction cycles, the the survivors of the last cycle, the ones that can ride the wave into the next creation, are the people who have come to terms with how to walk in alignment and respect with the earth. 
and that the other people, they don't have a very good chance of making it. I, now, that sounds really doomsday and everything, but if you ask them, they're going to tell you that truth. And it's not going to be, it's going to, not going to happen on December 21. It's going to happen over the course of years, and we're going to see who makes it through and who doesn't. Let me ask you a question here. Is there a legend among these people about visitors from elsewhere, star people, ancient I, astronauts, that kind I, of thing? I really, I, I got, this is anecdotal. Oh, of course, of course. Uh, yeah, but th- th- here's something anecdotal. Playa del Carmen was a small town when Johnny first visited there, and that's in the Yucatan. And when she first went there, it was very small. There was one little thatched hotel, very quiet. And now, of course, uh, it is just a huge, booming metropolis, uh, much to the chagrin of a lot of people. But anyway, the symbol that they put down in the Yucatan, uh, as you go into this this relatively new city, is a UFO, and this is a big brass uh, commemorative thing for uh, for the town and the area, and it was put there um, by the government, not necessarily by the Playa del Carmen proper. And it's a huge brass uh, medallion set in brick as you come in. It's about six feet tall, and it's a UFO over Chichen Itza sending a beam down. And it's in bronze. It's this huge thing. And anyone that I asked over the years that I went there would go totally silent when I asked what the meaning of that is. Uh, they just, they will not talk about it. So, you know, they do have, uh, um, they do definitely have connections, but they're so tight-lipped about it. Uh, there, there's some things that we saw in Chiapas or heard about uh like, uh, you know, cow parts dried and found on pyramids that hadn't been taken back from the jungle yet. When they went in to measure and excavate and do things, they found all these cow parts dried up and as if they had been dropped on the top of these pyramids. And when I asked about it, and these would be the Cholmaya uh, up in the highlands of Chow, again, very closed mouth and quiet about it. And I, I don't know what to make of it, but they do have stories. Um, well, could, could I interject something here? Mm-hmm. Well, if, if you look at the history of what uh, the conquering people did to these Indian tribes, we in our portion of the world, oh, by the way, the, the Mayan and the, those people down in South America, are, we, are all, we are all related. And you know what? I want to ask you more about that, Clifford, as you finish okay. your comments in our next segment. You're with Gene and Chris because you're in the Paracast. So here's what happened. I was placing an order online. The site went down. It just stopped responding. It took hours before it returned, but I'd already placed the order with another company. If your site goes down, you could lose business. And if you have a business or personal site, you'll want to know it's easy to run and it will stay online. At iWeb, your site is hosted on one of the most reliable networks in the world. Check it out. iWeb.com. That's iWeb.com. 
You expect professional service from your doctor, your accountant, and even the girl who takes your morning coffee order. Why not from your domain registrar, too? Namecheap.com provides stellar service with no sneaky upselling. We offer more features and security options for your website than there are ways to order a latte. And new domains come with WhoisGuard to protect your personal info. At Namecheap.com, you can get your domain for as low as $2.99. Now is a great time to get to know Namecheap.com. What you're about to hear will help you remember where to find the best water filter products at the best prices on the web. There. Did you hear it? BerkeyShop.com. With the newest Berkey products in stock, the best prices on Berkey products anywhere, fast free shipping, and the most amazing customer service. BerkeyShop.com. Home of all Berkey water filter products like the Big Berkey for producing clean drinking water by removing contaminants, chemicals, heavy metals, and even fluoride. Call 1-888-6-BERKEY to get your Berkey water filter. Perfect for home, travel, camping, or disasters. And BerkeyShop.com is the perfect site to get your Berkey because we're open 24-7 with free shipping and no sales tax. Even celebrities and NFL athletes shop at BerkeyShop.com. Call 1-888-6-BERKEY to order your Berkey products. That's 888-6-BERKEY or go to BerkeyShop.com. 888-6-BERKEY or go to BerkeyShop.com. For everything Berkey, shop BerkeyShop.com. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. I designed our top-selling holster, the Super Tuck Deluxe, to solve the problems of being poked, pinched, and gouged while carrying concealed. The Super Tuck Deluxe is the most comfortable, most concealable holster on the market today. We offer a two-week free trial and a lifetime warranty. Visit us at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Don't forget, CrossbreedHolsters.com. In a coming-apart world, you need something to keep it tied together. That something is Atwood Rope, the highest quality rope made in the USA from exotic braids for military, rescue, arborists, shipyards, tow line, or boating. Quality rope at affordable prices you and your customers can depend on. Find a dealer or shop online at atwoodrope.net. Enter promo code RADIO to receive 100 feet of 550 paracord free with purchase. Atwood Rope, working to keep the world tied together. That's what it sounds like when a burglar kicks in the door of a dark house that looks like no one is home. Don't let your home be the next target. Make it look like someone is home watching television with Fake TV. Fake TV is a small electronic device that makes the same light as a real television. So from outside, it looks like someone is home watching TV. Fake TV plugs in just like a lamp on a timer, but is far more convincing to burglars. Fake TV deters burglars, costs far less than an alarm, and is highly recommended by numerous police departments. Use it anytime you're away from home. To order your Fake TV for only $34.95, go to FakeTV.com. Or call 1-877-5-FAKE-TV. Each additional fake TV is only $29.95. So get one for you and one for a loved one for safety, security, and peace of mind for both of you. Call 877-5-FAKE-TV or go to faketv.com. Faketv.com, the burglar deterrent. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And if you'd like to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. 
or check us out at iTunes. Ancient Mysteries, Mayan Legends, what's going on? We're going to have a bumpy ride into the future. Is there a future? With Gene and Chris, we're talking to Brendan O'Brien, Johnny Chanel, and Clifford Mahuti. Clifford, you were about to start a statement in response to what Brendan and Johnny were talking about. Do you want to continue that, please? One of the, one of the things that is quite prevalent among the indigenous tribes is that, first of all, they had that knowledge was open because we didn't have any secret codes. We didn't, you know, everything was open. When the conquering nations came over there, they destroyed everything. So after a while, they said, well, we, can, we cannot afford to show them or tell them what we have. And it, this is very true here in my, my part of the world, too. We showed them everything. We gave them everything because we did not have that warlike, conquering-type mentality or, or my ancestors. So, But they took those away, and then the next group will come in there. And so, of course, in the meantime, the populations are declining. And there are certain people within those tribes or those groups that took the knowledge and kept it, and they had to put them in secrecy because of what they did with the majority of the records. Even in my tribe here, I would say that up to about 1930s, they took about half, at least half or maybe more, of what our ritual sites uh, maintain for our practices. And then, of course, at that time, then the anthropologists, the archaeologists, the tourists, and all that came into the play, and it became commercialized. So they stole a lot of this stuff. What they don't realize is that a lot of the stuff that they stole is the one that were the connectors or the, or the working parts of whatever machinery they had, whether it was a pyramid, whether it was a spring, whether it was a stargate. When you take off a, a vital part of any machinery, and, and these were like machines, but God-given machinery, so some of us that are left, we got remnants of it, and we keep that very dear to our people. But at the same time, we also have those people that do not have the respect because they were bought out. I mean, it's easy to go and get an artifact and sell it for your own personal gain. So that's a lot of things that are going back and forth with these things. And those people that are up in the mountains and people like myself over here, I don't even talk to my community, those people that are in charge of those things because of what they have done in the past. So it it works on both sides. The indigenous tribes themselves uh, went out there and sold those out. When, When you're poor and when you're hungry, you can sell anything just to maintain your life. The same thing happened over here. But at the same time, there's some people that are emerging again that are, uh, it's like, it's like a, uh, you got to keep the fire going type thing. So there's a lot of people that are coming back on the, in the tribes that uh, have got the knowledge or will be learning the knowledge, and it's a God-given knowledge. And in our ways, it is not supposed to, to, to go away, it's not supposed to fail. You got to look at it in a real, real broad way of thinking. So, but that's basically what it is. Chris, there's a whole and, bunch of questions I, in our forum, and maybe this helps flesh out some of the concerns that our listeners have about these subjects. You want to dig into a couple of those questions and see where we take them? I think we, we've addressed several of them already, but uh, Sandenfire, who's one of our longtime posters, I think his question sums up a lot of what we've been talking about and the misperception out there in the, in, in the world about the whole 
uh, time period that we're in in the Maya. And his question is, a lot of people are touting the Mayans as being an extinct people. However, I've seen several shows and documentaries now, including the Paracast, in which people claiming to be modern-day Maya are speaking out, and some are even addressing the meaning around 2012, trying to set the New Agers and the Preppers straight. How much of the Mayan culture is still around, and for that matter, how many Mesoamericans can trace their heritage and bloodline back to actual Maya who may have lived five to 10,000 years ago? Now, we have addressed some of that. There has to be, there has to be quite a few people. Um, there are a million Maya living in the United States right now. It's monumental, really. There's probably a, um, in, in, Me in Mexico, of course, there's a whole bunch of people that are part Maya and part Spanish. But the, the whole, that whole misperception, the Maya not being present, is really a shame because they, the Maya culture is alive and vibrant. And you can, anywhere in the Maya world, there are medicine people that, you know, they, whether they call, they're called shamans or jamans or whatever, that are real ancestrally come from hundreds of years of medicine people that they were given, and they're given it legitimately, that are still practicing the ancient ways with a little bit of Catholic stuff thrown in, just a little bit. But if you go to places like Chichicastenango and you go up to the Pascual Abash Hill, the medicine people that worship at that hill there, at the sacred rock on that hill, they're doing the same ceremony that their ancestors did for hundreds of years. Um, the only thing I would say that's different from a thousand years ago is that instead of sacrificing humans, they sacrifice chickens. Well, that's at but least more encouraging to know. I'm glad to know that's well, chickens, also, not humans. Also, I'd like to say uh, in Palenque, even when we lived there, uh, the Cholmaya, there's 30, over 30 Mayan dialects. And each dialect comes with a group of Maya people, and they all have an origin. And they have certain things within their community that they are known for doing among the Maya. And each of these Maya communities has a responsibility. And from the weavers uh, in the highlands to the stone craftsmen, every, all these different communities have different responsibilities. I uh, knew a Maya in the Yucatan who was given stories passed from his father, who was passed from his father all the way down about some of the secrets to how they built the pyramids. And so they definitely have connections. And a lot of these Maya people live in, right in with these ruins. When they came in and found these pyramids, there were people, communities living there, and they are descendants from those particular ruins. They know them personally. They consider them a part of their house. You can even see that if you look on the iconography of the stelae and the carvings and the frescoes and the, and the, and the Maya pyramids, we, when you go to different Maya regions, you will actually see that the people on the carvings look just like the people that you're seeing day-to-day -day in town. The same shape, and, they, and they, they, each individual, individual components, like in um, Chiapas and Tabasco in the um, Olmec region, the people have very distinctive noses and full mouths that look just like the Olmec heads. When you go to other parts of, like if you go to Honduras, the people have a very different flair on their nose and facial features that's very distinctive to, towards that part of the Maya world. So when you're looking at the stelae and you're seeing the same face as the person that just checked you into your hotel, 
You'd have to be really out of it to not notice (laughs) that that's direct ascendancy. By the way, there are lots of ways to contact us here at the Paracast. You can write us, news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. You can send us a tweet. The Paracast, what else can we be? The Paracasts on Twitter. We've got so much more to cover about Mayan mysteries and lots more. With Gene and Chris, you're in The Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Ray Perkins, a reclusive veteran burned out from the Gulf War, lives tortured by relentless, perplexing nightmares. Nightmares of a horrific battle in deep space and of a mysterious woman suffering in agony for her devastated world. A woman not yet born, calling across centuries to him. Then, a coincidence leads him to his destiny, his chance to alter the universe. Attack Attack. of the Rockoids. The former fiction editor for Star Wars and Indiana Jones, Robert Simpson, writes... The soul of the novel Attack of the Rockoids lies in its heart and passion for building a convincing tale of a love that spans a galaxy. A thrilling story. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids is available now. Read a sample chapter and get a special discount off of the cover price at our website, rockoids.com. That's R-O-C-K-O-I-D-S dot com. Attack, Attack of the Rockoids, a novel in the grand science fiction tradition. We all know the importance of having storable foods, but what about when the food runs out? What then? For real food independence, you need a supply of non-hybrid seeds. Introducing the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. The Survival Seed Vault is sealed for freshness and includes 20 varieties of easy-to-grow non-hybrid seeds for only $37.95. For less than $40, you've got real food independence. And the Survival Seed Vault includes detailed planting and seed-saving instructions. Imagine the barter power you'll have when the food supply does collapse. Right now, save $9 instantly when you buy three or more Survival Seed Vaults from MyPatriotSupply.com. Same-day shipping on all orders plus free shipping on orders over $49. Call 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness products at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. Iodine protection packs from HempUSA.org are now in stock for immediate delivery worldwide. Our iodine protection packs include micro plant powder, green life kelp, red palm oil, and our clear roll-on iodine that will feed the body the iodine it needs. All iodine protection packs are in stock, save you money, and ship for free in all 50 states. Visit HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Microplant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with Microplant powder. Visit us at HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. 
We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today, complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231, and the Berkey Guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey Light, the Berkey Guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey Guy at 1 886 3653. That's 1 886 3653. Or order online at goberkey.com. That's goberkey.com today. This is Jerome Clark, author of the UFO Encyclopedia and other books. You're listening to the Paracast. With Gene and Chris, we are basically posing your questions, listeners. Number of questions listeners ask. Some things, fair amount of things we've covered already with our guests, Clifford Mahoudi. Brendan O'Brien and Johnny Chanel, but we have some more things to discuss. You want to wrap up that last discussion, Johnny, or go on to another question? Uh, can I just interject something, too? Another thing, too, is uh, once you get in, you have traveled to these communities and you see the different building styles, uh, both now and, and the ancient building styles, it, you almost get the feeling that they have different dialects and they look differently, that they almost come from different parts of the world. And it it would almost shock you. There are uh, up in the cloud forest near San Cristobal, there are uh, a a group of Maya who all dress in white. They're very slender, very tall. They don't look like the short Maya that are down in the Yucatan or the Cholomaya. They look like they're from the East, East from India their affect and the way they are. Whereas if you're, uh, let's say, uh, down in the Yucatan, you'll see Chinese uh, resemblance. You go to another community and you'll see Japanese. And it's, it's very evident that there are different people, but they're the same. And with one last thing, all Maya have what's called is the Mongolian spot at birth. And the only other people who have it on earth are people from Mongolia. So at birth, at the bottom of every Mayan spine is a spot. It's a brown birthmark, and it's very well pronounced. As they get older, the spot disappears. It goes away. Okay. There you go. All right. I have a fast question about this, and that is, you mentioned, one of you mentioned that a million of the Mayan people live in the United States. Mm -hmm. Are they assimilated enough into our society that maybe one of them would come on the show? and talk about the legends and their history and culture. There's a woman that teaches up near you who would be a wonderful guest on your show, and I'll give you that information after the show. Okay. One of the, I just have to say that one of the reasons that we've got a million Maya living in the United States is because of the Civil War in Guatemala. And uh, during that period, the government and the military was committing genocide on the indigenous people. And paramilitary. Yeah. And a lot of those people were able to get amnesty and come to the United States to get away from that. So that was um, an influx as a result of the Civil War. 
Chris, you have another question, please. Well, this is a long kind of statement from uh, one of our longtime uh, posters, uh, W.W. Kirk, and he does kind of sum up what we've been talking about in terms of the Maya. One of the things I think he's interested in knowing, though, is is why did we see a collapse of the of the the real urban city based Maya uh, during the eighth and ninth centuries, uh, which is two three hundred years before the. Uh, at least 300 years before the Spanish arrived. That's that's part one. And part two is, um, are they still holding on to some of, of the books uh, that may have survived the Spanish Inquisition destroying all the examples well, of Mayan well, part, writing? Part two, part two is a hard one to answer, but I will address part one. When, when we get into the the whole issue of the Maya people and who they are today in, 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 in that respect of they're, they're holding on to their traditions and everything. Um, we have to remember that they have been through many catastrophes. The Maya people are incredibly resilient. The word hurricane, that's a Maya word, hurricane. Okay. They, they, when a hurricane happens in Cancun, it can lay the whole town down. And before it was four months later, it acts there. You could, you wouldn't even know that anything happened. The people just pick themselves up and go, keep going. So remember that the Maya people are incredibly resilient. And when I, I think that what happened with their civilization, we can make a lot of conjectures, but the geologists have made it very clear that the deforestation that they had to do in order to build their temples, because to build, to, to make the limestone for the blocks, it all had to be put in a kiln of lots of wood. They had to cut down all of these trees. If you saw the ancient Maya world at its peak, the Yucatan would have hardly any trees on it. You would be able it's to name the trees like they do in another. Japan. Yeah, like they do in and, Japan. And, right. And so in that respect, if you cut down all the trees, then the rain doesn't come. And that the geologists have shown through the tree, the tree rings and everything that during that period where the, the, the end of the Maya civilization, that they did not have enough rain or food to take care of everything that they had built up. And now, let, me, let me interject like the right rise here. and this, fall of Rome or something. Let, let me interject something, too. At the same time, uh, you, you see the classic Maya, which I believe uh, Clifford was very eloquent in stating that the, they had at the beginning of their rituals, they had all the parts of the ritual. Uh, they had all the mechanisms that they needed in order to keep balance. But uh, even in their own world, with power, with the assumption of power and kings and the strife and the fighting and the resources dwindling, as that happened... The Toltec... Uh, yeah, and yeah, also the Toltec coming in. But what, what happened is, they, you know, I, I don't want to put it in a, in, a, in a gross way, but like they, pull, they were pulling so many hearts at Chichen Itza uh, to try to get the same result that during the classic period they would have gotten with one heart in a ritualized warfare. So they got out of balance. They became out of balance. And that's why they literally walked away from the pyramids and those rituals that didn't keep things in balance anymore. And that was the fatal classic period when the balance was lost, when the keys to balance and the rituals to balance weren't being recognized. That's when they had their, their major warfare during this strife 
during the loss of of um, the balance that they had. And, and as part of that, in the classic period of the Maya, uh, it really at their height, what was called the classic period, in that period, the kings and the queens ha- had an incredible amount of responsibility to bear. It was not an easy job. It was not a posh job. It was not cush. They had they had the responsibility of doing these piercing my genitalia with a stingray spine. Uh, That's got to hurt. Right. Well, that's what the the responsibilities of the king and the queen were that great. They had they were the ones that had to let the blood. The 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 queen had to pull a rope of spine thorns through her tongue, and then she'd have a vision that she could tell the people what what was the appropriate thing to do, and it was their responsibility. In the post classic. The children rebelled. The warriors took over and they said, we don't need mom and dad anymore. And we don't need them to do that that way. We're going to change it. The gods want blood. But we'll just pick peasants up out of the field and take them back home and rip their heart out and throw them down the bottom of the pyramid. That was later. That was a later period of the mind. In the original classic form, the kings and queens and the priesthood of the Maya people, they had so much spiritual responsibility. Their whole life was a spiritual act. They didn't get to be normal people. They didn't get to set foot on the ground. They were, their whole life was doing the rituals to keep everything correct. And there's a, there's a wonderful book. Uh, it's called, um, oh, geez, I don't want to have a brain stump, uh, The Last of the Maya Lords. Uh, but it talks about the the what the responsibilities of the kings and queens were and they basically opened and closed portals and that and their what what they did they were the ones who were able to open a portal to connect with the ancestors and they did it through ritual and they needed the whole community but each uh each king and queen in each place like Johnny said it would not be a job you'd want uh you know to most it would be a curse but uh, when that was going on, life was like poetry. And then as things started to degrade, as they started to take away from the land and weren't able, uh, and, and deforesting, which is going on today, as they were doing that, they could not uh, live up to the responsibility because, again, uh, they were out of balance. We have this responsibility to meet up with before we go on. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs. Convert from so many formats, I can't even list them. Download now to 
see if Graphic Converter is good for you, like one and a half million other users. Guess what? You could save money when you buy Graphic Converter. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL. Use the coupon code NIGHTOWL to get a special price for Graphic Converter. Go to LemkeSoft.com. That's L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. LemkeSoft.com. L-E-M-K-E Soft.com. Are you having trouble paying your mortgage? Maybe your mortgage loan is upside down or in foreclosure. Maybe the bank already foreclosed on you. Don't sit around being a victim of bank fraud. Fight back. We have the tools to help you fight back. Here's how. Go to inspectoraudit.com and click on the GCN radio special. Order a summary audit. Find the real truth about your loan. Maybe like me, you'll find your bank loan was paid off already. Maybe, like me, you'll find your bank defrauded you at the closing. And maybe, like me, you will go after them. Did you know 78% of home loans in the last 10 years violated consumer credit laws? We should not let the banks get away with this fraud. Go to InspectorAudit.com and click on the GCN radio special. Order a summary audit today and find the truth about your mortgage loan. That's InspectorAudit.com or call 855-373-4948. That's 1-855-373-4948. What is the most abundant resource on earth? Water. It's essential for sustaining life, but it's not always the most available. When disaster strikes, water quickly vanishes from store shelves, like it did during 9-11, Katrina, Japan, and in Joplin. Three days without water and your body begins to shut down. Don't risk being without an abundant supply of water when the next disaster hits. Get a FlowJack hand well pump. The affordable FlowJack drops right into almost any well and is easy to install without having to remove the existing pump, giving you immediate access to plenty of cool, clean water. You could risk your family's health on a limited supply of stored water, or you could be prepared with the reliable, affordable FlowJack backup hand pump kit for only $3.99 complete. See how it works at FlowJack.com, spelled F-L-O-J-A-K.com. Be sure to spell F-L-O-J-A-K dot com or call 855-4-FLOJACK, 855-4-FLOJACK. That's 855-435-6525. Proudly made in America. FLOJACK hand well pumps. Peace of mind in a box. If you're taking one, two, five or more nutritional supplements, please stop. Simplify your supplementation with Bio Superfood, the most advanced nutritional whole food supplement you can buy. Men, women, children, even Olympic athletes the world over have discovered Bio Superfood from BioAge.com. And now take just one nutritional supplement instead of many. The Bio Superfood formulas are whole food products composed with four of the most nutrient dense algae found on Earth. Bio Superfood for the brain helps with focus, memory, clarity, and mood. If you can increase brain health, the rest of the body is a no-brainer. Bio Superfood has zero toxicity and is safe for you and your family. Learn more and order your Bio Superfood formulas at BioAge.com, spelled B-I-O-A-G-E.com, BioAge.com, or call 877-288-9116. That's 877-288-9116. BioAge, the age of advanced organics. This is Jim Mosley, editor of Saucer Smear, and I'm here to say a good word or two about the Paracast, which I believe is the gold standard of paranormal radio. Listen to it if you can. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast, a special roundtable discussion about Mayan mysteries and more with Brendan O'Brien, Clifford Mahoudi, Johnny Chanel. We've been answering your questions and focusing on further subjects. 
Brendan, yeah. you want to go on before we get to another question? Well, I, I have a, a quick question for, for, for Clifford that's along the, uh, the lines of our conversation. Now, Johnny and Brendan Clifford mentioned uh, a vision by ordeal. Now, I'm sure the Pueblo people have similar traditions. Of course, on the plains, you have the Sundance uh, uh, among the Lakota and other uh, Plains Indians uh, would be an example of ordeal. W- what are some of the, the more sacred ordeal processes within the Pueblo people? Well, what, one of the things in Zuni is that we have a ritual every four years. That it happens to be this year that we go to a place called uh, the home of the Kachinas, and it's also called Zuni Heaven, for a better lack of word, I guess. And it's right here, about 50 miles from where I'm at. It's near a town called St. John's in Contro, Arizona. And when they go on that pilgrimage, all the priesthood, the Kachina people, all the ritual-related people, they go there, they have a stargate there. And that's where they get their their visions of what's going to be uh, coming in the future, a lot of so there's you're looking at at least about 200 people that go on the pilgrimage, and in in previous times there's been a lot of things that were shown them. For example, uh, the Zunis knew about 9/11 in June, right after right before the solstice, and we did not know at that time what the because there's no dates given. They just said that this will happen in the future. And what they saw in June, it of course it happened in September. So that was the, one of the shortest, shortest thing uh, time frame. But there's also other things that were were given on the last one four years ago. The premonition or the vision that was given them was that half the world was dark and the half the world was in light. And there was a lot of UFO activity at that time when they were going. So they were probably they probably interpreted as well. It looks like we're uh, getting point to the point now where the the world will come to be uh, either it stops or something will happen where half the world will become black and the half the world become light. And Clifford, Clifford, that totally is in lines with what Don Alejandro, one of the Guatemala timekeepers that came up here uh, on a very rare speaking to her about five or six years ago, that's exactly what he said. The Maya uh, were expecting uh, the sun not to come up uh, one day. And, of course, the admonishment to the listeners was, don't you know, if, if that happens, lock your doors, lock your windows, cover your windows, and no matter who comes to the door, don't let them in. So I find it very interesting. What, Johnny and Brennan, what do you think uh, about this correlation? Well, I do know that in, in preparing for this, end time of the end end calendar and beginning of another, that there are a lot of, there's a lot of rumors that float around the Maya world, that even Brendan and I, when we first went to the Yucatan together in um, 1999, we met up with somebody, a well-traveled guy that had really integrated himself into a bunch of Maya communities. He kind of looked like Yung's wise old man with gray hair and um, very interesting guy, and he told us that the Maya all said that at the end of the when this happens, at the end of the calendar thing, that the place to be is in Shela, which is a community way up in the Guatemala Highlands, and that if you were there, you would be safe. 
Well, it be- it became sort of a gossipy thing around everybody of like, you know, well, when 2012 comes, this is what we're going to do. And, you know, we had we used to make jokes with our friends that had that owned land in Palenque and say, well, we're going to sell this. This is going to be beachfront property in 2012, you know. Um, there, you know, it's, it's, there's a lot of rumors that go around about what, what it's going to be, but there's nothing definitive on record. And we could have a complete polar shift. That would not surprise me at all. I think the thing is that we all really need to be prepared, aware that we're going How to do you prepare for a polar shift? Let me ask you that. Well, <laughs> there's, absolutely, there's absolutely no way. Uh, this is what really is kind of uh, puzzling to me is that why are they hoarding uh, food and water? And Because when it happens, they we, we in the Zuni world know that... Uh, we are only supposed to hunker down, so to speak, and to carry out what our rituals were given us from the beginning, which in this case are the prayer system, the ritual. We have a very complex uh, paying the gods system here in Zuni. We still do it on a, on a regular basis. I do that every month during the full moon. And there's other people that are in other uh, societies and other groups that uh, we we still follow that uh, pattern because that's what the prayers are all about. It, the prayer is that we do not know when the end will come. However, because we are carrying out the duties given by the uh, the gods from the beginning, we only hope that uh, we will be given that chance to survive into the next world and the prayers are very extensive. But uh, I think what has happened, this whole mindset about the end of the world type situation, there's a lot of people that's gotten involved in it that doesn't speak for the for the indigenous people that have that esoteric knowledge about, about the uh, future. And my uh, observation is that they do this just like anything else for commercial and monetary gain. but uh, So basically there's a gain if you can sell the premise that the world's going to end at a yes. specific date and time. You profit from it because you sell foods that you have to store for the end of civilization or you sell programs or books or presentations that help you prepare for the other mm-hmm. side, whatever it is. Also, for some people, it's not just monetary gain. Some people actually, they just need to get attention. Or, or, or there's also the fear factor, and you know, a society held in fear. We have these end doomsday prophecies that come around a lot, and what I think that should be is uh, the more out of balance that we become, and we know we're out of balance. I mean, let's get that straight. Uh, you know, I think there's a, a guilty conscience too. You know, because if you know that we're out of balance and you're not doing anything about it, uh, you can see people regress quickly to, uh, you know, doomsday prophecies and building bunkers and kind of keeps people in check. We've seen that through the years. Yeah, buying 450 million rounds of forty caliber ammunition that the Department of Homeland Security or somebody uh, uh, just bought. And see, you know, I I really, um, Clifford, I have to say that the, the way that you just expressed what you said about that you offer your prayers and you hope that you're that you'll that those prayers will 
work and be sufficient. That's the very humble way that the Maya people approach it, too. They're very much, whatever it is it's going to be, well, we've been through a lot of stuff, and we're going to go through some stuff, and we just hope that, you know, each individual on their own on their own responsibility does the things that are appropriate and respectful enough that we can have, we can persevere. And also part of that thing, too, is that I have to point out a very huge cultural difference between the Western mindset that believes that you only come here one time and that's it, and the um, indigenous people reality that we are ancestors, we are descendants of our ancestors, and that we are always being reborn. The Maya people are very, very much into their ancestors. If, if you're in Guatemala, if you want to marry a woman, if you're a man and you want to marry a woman, you have to go to the daykeeper, and they have to talk, go to your family altars, and to ask the ancestors whether it's okay for the two of you to get married. If it turns out that you're, you have a couple of ancestors that had a problem with each other, then the daykeeper will say, you can't get married, you guys are going to fight all the time. So there's very much a continuity and communication with the ancestors that makes them fearless in that they're not afraid of dying the same way that people on the Western world are. In the Western world, we think, I die and that's it. Oh, my God, that's it. i got one life to live. The Maya people don't see that that way. It's all walking through. It's not even like reincarnation. They see it more as a DNA continuation. So it's basically you go into another universe or reality. I'm going to ask about that with our guests, with well, Gene and Chris. People. With Gene and Chris, you're in the Paracast. The GCN Radio Network, providing the world with hard-hitting talk radio. GCN. Great talk radio starts here. Hi, Ted Anderson announcing a great way to listen to radio on the telephone. By calling 760-569-7700, you'll be hearing GCNlive.com programs in seconds. Come to GCNlive.com, find your favorite host's dedicated phone number, and hear them 24-7. You heard me right, every show has a dedicated phone number. Stop by GCNlive.com and bookmark their number today. And again, that's 760-569-7700. We the people grow cotton, weave fabric, engrave ink, embed strips and fibers to protect from counterfeit and carding to a private bank, having it lent back at interest, forcing taxes to service debt. This capitalism, or was Jefferson correct when stating a central bank issuing the public currency is a greater menace to the liberties of the people than a standing army? Ted Anderson, I'm placing a free silver dollar in a book that explains our monetary system. Call for your copy, 800-686-2237. It's time to understand the system. Call 800-686-2237. That's 800-686-2237. Welcome back to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. And now, here's Gene Steinberg. We have a special, I guess we'll call it a Mayan roundtable, featuring Clifford Mahuti, Azuni Elder, Brendan O'Brien, and Johnny Chanel of the Maya Sites Travel Service. And before we broke... Johnny, you were starting a bit of a presentation or statement. Can you go on? 
Well, we were talking about the, the Maya ideas about what the only word we have is for reincarnation, but I, I call it ancestral continuation. That's really a DNA sort of thing. That when you die, your soul goes up to Shibaba, which is called the underworld, but really it's the Milky Way galaxy, very clearly defined as the Milky Way galaxy belt. And that you go to that, you recycle through that, and then you get born again for your descendants. So this is reincarnation, so, then? It's like that, but it's a continuation of the same thing. It, 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 yeah, it's it, a bloodline. It's a bloodline yeah. thing, Gene. In other words, uh, you're reincarnating within your bloodline. But I also is that family that or race or what? Yes, family, definitely. Yeah. Okay, so, so therefore, if I go, my grandfather dies. His no. descendant or his grandson or great-grandson may have his DNA. Well, obviously has his DNA. That's a clear scientific fact. Pull also in his, his spirit of who he was, and he, he lives again. So yeah, it's like a genetic memory almost. Okay, so yeah. therefore, exactly. if I die, you know, 20 years from now, some descendant of mine, two or three generations hence, will be me. Basically. Could be, very well. Very well. Yes. And that's, and that's, I don't know uh, if that's a blessing or a curse, frankly. Well, I, you know, it's, it's neither because it's all the same thing. Uh, it, 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 the Maya, even uh, back in the classic time, you know, a Maya would have, a king would have more than one wife, and you'd wonder why. Well, a king uh, only chose from the Ahau the families that were connected to uh, the priest and, and the scientists and so forth. But they would, they would have different queens because the queen's ancestors, if you would go look at what their ancestors created and the portals that they created in their kingship and the history of their kingship, they would be known to have uh, qualities. And those qualities that were found to be positive to a king, he would marry someone from that family, bring her in as a queen, and then if he had to ever deal politically or socially, or, or uh, religiously, in a certain way, and didn't have the tools, he'd have his queen, whose ancestor was known to be great at a certain thing, he would have that queen open a portal. So it's like selective uh, breeding, yeah, sort of a yeah, metaphysical so eugenics. Would pull, she would pull the cord through her tongue, go into the trance, open up the portal, and let that ancestor come through, and give her the information that the king needs. And so the so if you look at it, they're, they're always having constant communication with the ancestors. Let me ask and, you a question here, which goes to a larger discussion. Is that why we have people who have beliefs, belief systems about genetic purity? Because some of that you know, gets into discrimination. You know, you're marrying somebody from the wrong race or the wrong religion. Oh, it's genetic purity. Absolutely. That, those are, there are reasons for these things. I think Clifford could tell you yeah, Clifford, how is this reflected in Zuni culture and public culture? What, the uh, marrying outside? Yes. Well, clan relationships. That was also, well, clan relationships are it's just like you don't marry within your own clan. Of course, it's incest. Uh, right. it, it, it's deeper. The same with the Maya. The Maya weren't practicing incestuous relationships, although they may have, I'm sure, at, at some no, point. No, they, the, they, they have very strict clan things of who can marry yeah. within who. So, so that's, also, that's mirrored. They also, they do not like, um, they, are, they do not really favor um, marrying gringos or marrying people that are, that are um, non-indigenous people. 
that is not it is pretty much frowned upon with the Maya people. Well, that uh, in 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 one of our in one of our prophecies, in one of our prophecies, there was going to be the downfall downfall of the the Zuni system if the members of the tribe went and married outside the uh, the, the tribe. And we are going through that. Uh, this is already prophesied. Right. Wow. So and interesting. We, I, I knew we were going to see a lot of interesting cultural and historical even parallels uh, between the North American indigenous cultures and, and, and the further South uh, Mesoamerican Central American oh, cultures. Well, this is fascinating. There's so much. There's no. There's so much proof now of the um, interrelationship between all of the the, the worlds of uh, at least of the Maya people in Mexico. Very clear relationship with the indigenous people in the United States. That if you just cancel the whole border between the two, you could say, well, all these people all knew each other, and they they all knew they were related. And, and they that's right. They, they, they actually found macaw feathers here in Zuni pots, and they found turquoise in in um, tombs of Maya kings and queens. So there yeah, we know about blood. the turquoise trail is was a, as a, as a scientific fact. They brought macaw feathers from Guatemala, and Kate's all wasn't Cocopelli a Mayan trader. <laughs> well, I've heard I've heard that theory. Yep. Well, he well he traveled he traveled he, among all the tribes. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, you know, one, one of the, I just want to throw this in because the original or the first uh, line people that uh, came to these, these indigenous tribes throughout uh, North, South, and Central America, Mexico, was that they were not interested in the sociological uh, aspects of civilizations. They were primarily more interested in see how much they can rip off from all these people, and so in so doing, it's just like in the conquerors of the wars of recent times. Also, mm-hmm. is that they did not want anybody to have that that knowledge, so they they destroyed all of them. And we knew about well, the Pueblo people knew about incest because that's what our Kachina clowns are all about. And we also know we have the Shalakul ceremony, which is the the coming of the spaceships, which brought all the civilization require, uh, requirements. And when you go back as far as the Chaco culture up here in uh, northern New Mexico, that was a crossroads of many different uh, tribes. And also it was, uh, I call it the uh, universal uh College of uh, Medicinal and Spiritual Arts, which were also <laughs> in direct contact with the space people. That great kiva that they, it's a misnomer, it was not a kiva, that was a landing spot. We have a lot of landing spots over here within our own village over here. So if they had only listened to the original, the original explorers or come over, they would have gotten this knowledge quite simply, but that was not the case. And now they're, most of it is gone, and we know remnants of it, especially some people like myself that has studied under the the, uh, the grandfathers. So that, that in itself is a clue. I never, never thought about uh, Pueblo Benito 
possibly being a giant landing spot, but it would make sense if you've ever been there. Uh, well, no, nobody, it, nobody talks about this. It's up there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and there's all those lines that direct. It's almost like a landing strip. Uh, all these lines are going into uh, Chaco Canyon. Um, well, that's kind of getting off topic here uh, a little bit, but it, but let's pursue that. Do you think that there is some uh, chance that we're going to see these star beans, these kachinas coming back uh, during some sort of uh, end time period for whatever reason? Well, just uh, just the last two nights, just the last two nights, I have been talking to the Cree elders, and they have actually observed what they term the kachinas throughout uh, the parts of the world, and I'm not sure exactly uh, how they got about uh, went about finding this out because it's very difficult when you're talking to those people up in Canada on a on a uh, uh, telephone network. I'll tell you what, let's get into more of this, Clifford, in our next segment. By the way, there are lots of ways to contact us here at the Paracast. You can write us news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. You can send us a tweet. The Paracast. What else can we be? The Paracasts on Twitter. With Gene and Chris, you're in a Paracast. We also have swag. You know, we have all these exclusive Paracast things that you can buy. We've got like, I guess, 60 or so different items. And entails T-shirts, sleeves for notebook computers, iPad cases, mouse pads, the Paracast Jumbo Tote Bag, all sorts of T-shirts and jackets and stuff like that for men and women. We have a Paracast aluminum water bottle. All this stuff, you go to store.theparacast.com, store.theparacast.com. What makes it special is that the items are the best quality, you know, great T-shirts, fabrics, and they have our official logo on them. That's what makes them special in multiple sizes and colors. We even have stuff for children. Stuff for women, stuff for men. We have all sorts of sizes, like small up to X large. A lot of good stuff. That's the swag from the Paracast. You go to store.theparacast.com, stop by, and take a shopping tour. Healthy soils grow healthy plants. So before you plant your survival garden this year, is your soil healthy? Maximize your crisis garden soil with EM1 from Terraganics. EM1 organic soil conditioner, fertilizer amendment, and compost accelerant provides healthier gardens and faster, efficient garden composting. EM1 from Terraganics.com quickly improves soil structure by increasing nutrient availability and converting organic matter into soil humus. This improves seed germination and root growth, improves plant quality, size, color, flavor, nutrient value of fruits and vegetables and improves shelf life. And when rain is not in the forecast, no worries. EM1 improves moisture retention in soils, helping reduce drought stress. Just like you prepare all else, prepare your crisis garden for maximum yields with EM1 from Terraganics.com. Order now at T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com or call toll-free 866-369-3678. That's 866-369-3678. Terraganics, life's getting better. Attention, information in this one-minute message could save your life. 
Don't wait for the next emergency to happen. Act now to be prepared. Now, more than ever, civilians and communities must communicate with family, friends, and neighbors in the event of civil unrest, natural disasters, or other emergencies. That's why there's CivilDispatch.com. CivilDispatch.com is a universal system that can be used for a wide array of urgent notification alerts. Weather emergencies, civil unrest, emergency responders, amber alerts, school or business closings, any need-to-know situation. CivilDispatch.com is an emergency dispatch communication system, allowing anyone to quickly and easily send and instantaneously track emergency email and text alert notifications. CivilDispatch.com gives you the power of enterprise alerting without the enterprise cost. Don't find yourself unprepared. Learn more and become a member at CivilDispatch.com. That's CivilDispatch.com. Civilian Emergency Dispatch System. Peace through preparedness. Don't answer it. If fear strikes your heart when the phone rings, knowing it may be another bill collector, it's time for you to call Zero Debt in 90 Days, 800-477-9256. Settlements, bankruptcy, and attorneys are not the answer and may end up costing you up to 10 times more than necessary. Listen, if you're already in debt, does it make sense to get buried in another payment plan? Zero Debt in 90 Days gets you out of debt in 90 days guaranteed without a payment plan and without attorneys or going to court. Get the fastest relief from debt on the planet when you call 800-477-9256. If you have debt with the IRS, credit cards, student loans, or a foreclosure, we can help at Zero Debt in 90 Days, and we are the only organization to provide written guarantees on the results. Go to ZeroDebtGuarantee.com. That's ZeroDebtGuarantee.com. Or call now for free information, 800-477-9256. That's 800-477-9256. We'd like to hear from you. If you have a comment or question about the Paracast, send it to news at theparacast.com. That's news at theparacast.com. And if you'd like to catch up on past episodes, we have hundreds of shows for you to download direct from theparacast.com. That's theparacast.com. Or check us out at iTunes. We continue with our Mayan Roundtable with all-star guests, including Brendan O'Brien and Johnny Chanel of Maya Sites Travel Service. And before the show ends, we'll have them give you a little bit of a plug about what they offer, and maybe you'll want to take one of those trips. Sounds fascinating. And Clifford Mahuti, a Zuni elder. Clifford, I know you started something, and I know maybe we're disrespectful when we have to do those breaks, but you understand why we have to do them. So you were about to start a discussion. Would you want to continue? Yeah, this is interesting. We're talking about the Maya connection. It's quite simply that we are all related. The only thing that if you look at it from the specialty department, you look at a medical organization, you've got your dentists, you've got your pharmacists, you've got your surgeons, you've got your chiropractors and all that. But in the the beginning of the... uh, the peoples from different parts of the world were given certain duties and responsibilities for the for that part of the world that they were going to, and this was again the space brother connection, and in order to keep the world in balance. Now, when we go all the way up to even clear up to the uh, probably about Utah and in Colorado and down to Arizona, Mexico, and clear down to South America, if you if you really talk to those ancient shamans, they will tell you that they're all we're all connected together 
the only difference is was the language. But uh, there's now there's now uncovering of languages that were very similar with those indigenous tribes over there. I got a report from one of the the ladies up in uh, one of the pueblos called the Kir- one of the Kiris pueblos, which is a language. Went down to I believe he was down in Mexico or or in that area. And he was listening to the kids playing out there in the yard, the indigenous kids, and they were speaking in the same language that they speak up there. We were also talking before that a couple of uh, days ago, you had spoke with three elders about uh, some sort of potential arrival or something. Uh, you didn't really get a chance to finish that that thought. Well, that, that's the, remember the Hopi Blue Star Kachina uh, myth, they call it? And remember right. that... Uh, Robert, Robert Morning Sky. No, 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 no. And then the other thing, too, that's happening that they told me is that there's a red star and a blue star suns that are coming in that you can see at 3 or 4 o'clock in the, in the morning towards looking toward uh, uh, Florida towards- from Dallas, Texas. And that's what they were discussing, but I didn't get a chance to hear the whole story on it. But it's got a news blackout. You might you might want to chase that down. They're going to film it. Well, uh, it sounds like it sounds like you know Venus and Jupiter in the night sky, followed closely by Mars. No, 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 no. That's a no. That's a different one because I can see Venus and Jupiter up uh, above my house. Right. And so this is this is a connection that they're looking for, which was uh, prophesized among all the Indi- indigenous tribes. Of course, Hopi was the one that took off with it with the Blue Star, uh, Blue Star uh, prophecy many many years ago. But uh, this is far more uh, involved than, than than what we originally thought it was. But uh, there's just now, uh, if you look at the the Mayan people and the Incas and those other people that they had back and forth communication way long time ago not only on trade, but also on the shamanic practices, the different types of herbs, the different type of travel. And, and I was told at one time by a very high medicine order man from one of the pueblos that they actually used to transport themselves uh, uh, through, uh, I don't know how they did it in the old days. I think uh, I think when they took away those altars and those, those chambers. Well, like like physical teleportation? Uh, Clifford, are you talking physically yeah, teleporting? Yeah. The Maya oh, wow. have that. Yeah, the Maya, the Maya have that uh, in the yeah. history. There's they definitely come... a lot of that they, that they used to know how to do that. Well, we had that until, again, when they took away our altars. Where they, and they also uh, did away with the uh, Stargates, where they actually, the government, federal government, filled in those places uh, where where they had these portals, the one that's remained in is hidden from everybody else. Of course, they probably know it's right above uh, the Los Alamos nuclear labs. It's the teleportation center for all the medicinal medicinal orders, and it's in the Bandelier National Park. Mm. Let me ask and you a question here. This is a stupid question, okay? But that's yeah. okay. I know how to do that. This is a stupid question. That is, when... Ever I hear the word Stargate, I'm only thinking of that TV show and the movie about having this gigantic device that lets you dimensionally or transport or go through a warp field no, to go to another reality or another planet. The reason that we call it a Stargate is for lack of better 
uh, better interpreters, you got to understand that we have our ancient language that we still still speak, and there's it's very difficult to interpret those type of uh, happenings. So it's easier just to say, well, you know, everybody knows what a stargate is or equivalent to it, but it's far more than that. It will be like you will be like a tornado, a little twister. Twister spinning on itself, and then all of a sudden it, it just opens up a vortex, and there's a scenery that goes on there. And that's the way it's been described to me. I personally haven't seen one, but that's what they tell me. My younger brother went to that uh, Zuni heaven, and he saw that way back in 1975. So uh, he knows about what goes on, and he also saw the, the uh, Challenger, which happened, what, eight years after that. These are, for lack of a better term, because a white man always uses that term, uh, it's, each tribe has their own way of saying it in their own language. So well, it, it sounds like the Mayan portal, as yeah, Johnny well, and Brendan have been describing. Well, their portals, uh, their portals is what they are. And depending on which order, in this case, it's the Kachina order, because it's right there in the home of the Kachina, and that's where we go when we die. And then we come back as Kachina. We come back as Kachinas, and our purpose when we come back is to bring the rain and all the the, uh, food to serve the people of of my tribe here. Not only of my tribe only, but the rest of the other pueblos and all the indigenous peoples throughout the world, which includes the the people from Mexico, includes the people from South America, because we are all brothers and we're all related, and that's the way it was set up from the beginning. The reason that it's lost is because those, uh, again, because of barriers that they put by borders and how the government set up that, so we don't talk to each other anymore. There's still some shaman that actually go from Canada clear down to South America, and they actually... They don't. They don't use any airlines. They don't use any buses, uh, trains, or anything. They just walk. Hey, we have an all-star discussion of Mayan legends, Indian legends, and lots more. You're with Gene. You're with Chris. You're in the Paracast. America's number one source for independent talk radio for over a decade. We are the GCN Radio Network. Graphic Converter is the image manipulation tool for the rest of us. It does not use any database. You get full control of all your files. Want to view the images of a folder? Drag it into Graphic Converter, and a powerful browser opens up to show your image files. You could use it for slideshows. You could use it to import images from digital cameras or from scanners. Need to do some image editing? You can do that, too, in Graphic Converter. Also, print catalogs convert from so many formats i can't even list them download now to see if graphic converter is good for you like one and a half million other users guess what you could save money when you buy graphic converter use the coupon code night owl use the coupon code night owl to get a special price for graphic converter go to lemkesoft.com that's l-e-m-k-e soft.com lemkesoft.com l-e-m-k-e soft.com 
That's what it sounds like when a burglar kicks in the door of a dark house that looks like no one is home. Don't let your home be the next target. Make it look like someone is home watching television with fake TV. Fake TV is a small electronic device that makes the same light as a real television. So from outside, it looks like someone is home watching TV. Fake TV plugs in just like a lamp on a timer, but is far more convincing to burglars. Fake TV deters burglars, costs far less than an alarm, and is highly recommended by numerous police departments. Use it anytime you're away from home. To order your fake TV for only $34.95, go to faketv.com. Or call 1-877-5-FAKE-TV. Each additional fake TV is only $29.95. So get one for you and one for a loved one for safety, security, and peace of mind for both of you. Call 877-5-FAKE-TV or go to faketv.com. FakeTV.com, the burglar deterrent. Do you suffer from low-functioning adrenal or thyroid? Did you know that mercury from your dental fillings comes off of your teeth both as a vapor and as particles into your body? Wherever mercury deposits in your body, it stops cells from functioning normally. Animal studies show that mercury causes kidney function to drop by 60%. Mercury deposited into your adrenals or thyroid will cause a corresponding drop in function. The number one method by which your body detoxifies itself of mercury is glutathione. The number one superfood that helps turn on all 10 trillion cells of your body to produce glutathione is non-denatured whey protein from grass-fed cows. After investigating most high-end whey proteins on the market, only one is the most non-denatured, the most active, the most complete, and in our opinion, the most powerful in what nature originally put into the fresh raw whey. It is One World Whey. Call 888-988-3325. That's 888-988-3325. Or visit OneWorldWay.com. That's OneWorldWhey.com. Iodine protection packs from HempUSA.org are now in stock for immediate delivery worldwide. Our iodine protection packs include micro plant powder, green life kelp, red palm oil, and our clear roll-on iodine that will feed the body the iodine it needs. All iodine protection packs are in stock, save you money, and ship for free in all 50 states. Visit HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. HempUSA.org has a revolutionary wonder food for detoxing the body and rebuilding the immune system. Micro plant powder can help unclog arteries and soften heart valves while removing heavy metals, virus, fungus, bacteria, and parasites. Plus, it cleans and purifies the blood, lungs, stomach, and colon. Keep your body clean with micro plant powder. Visit us at HempUSA.org or call 908-691-2608 today. Hello, this is Rosemary Ellen Guiley, and you're listening to the Paracast, the gold standard of paranormal radio. You're with Gene and Chris on the Paracast, exploring Mayan legends and more. Our guests will include Brendan O'Brien, Johnny Chanel, and Clifford Mahuti. Johnny, you had a comment you wanted to make before we continue. Go ahead, please. I was just going to say that one of the things that is challenging in understanding the way that the Maya mind works is that they do not view time as a straight linear thing, the way that we do. One thing happens and another and another and another. For them, time is more like a Mobius strip that folds back into itself and, and continues on, and that our consciousness is sort of like the place where the Mobius strip meets in the middle 
and that the other things that spin off of it are the past and the future. But our present moment is that one thing, but there's also the past and the future, and that they're all intertwined. Does that imply to some extent that our vision of the past and the future and the present, as a matter of fact, it's all an illusion? The first conclusion that we want to make of, of that is that it's all an illusion. That's autom- the automatic thing that everybody, the first place everybody wants to go is, well, then it's all an illusion. No, not all an illusion, a matter of perce- perception. If we, if we were to have the ability to perceive everything in the past and everything in the future at the same time we're in the present moment, we would probably go insane. We have to filter out what we can actually take in. Except that that medicine people, medicine people don't have to do that. So that's the reason why when the people that have the um, premonitions and prophecies about things that are going to happen in the future, like Clifford was saying, people saw 911, someone saw the Challenger um, accident. Those are places where medicine people can slip through that crack and go into the other dimension and pull out something that's going to happen in the future. Now, and is that also, the same thing, by the way, as psychics who claim they can see the future? It's not just people who are indigenous. Right. No, there are people that actually can do that. They, there's all kinds of methods that, you know, if you follow a spiritual practice, that you could get to that point where you, where you actually have that perception of what time really, the real nature of time. Well, that even raises another Maya, question the, the, the here. Maya, is, the Maya people, that, sure. that real perception of time makes, makes them completely different in terms of the way that, we look, that, we, that we're looking at December 21, 2012. But then, did any of these people actually in. foresee, for example, that when Apple stock price was $10 a share, it would be nearly $600 a share? Or well, they don't believe in I, using I, I, that I knowledge really for a financial gain. I'm, I'm sure the dark brotherhood, really there are people who, who do that. More than that, they probably control that price. Just like uh, when Catholics die, they're put in the ground and a big piece of granite is stuck over their head. The church is turning them into a battery, and they've been preconditioned to be the battery by being told when they die, they're going to lay there and tell the horns of jubilation. And that keeps their soul and their battery power fixed under that piece of granite. So a battery? What do you mean by a battery? Human batteries. The church actually uh, cultivates souls and uses them as batteries. That's why they put granite gravestones on their head and put the body underneath the gravestone and indoctrinate them before they die that they're going to be in that place till the horns of jubilation. This is black magic. And um, I'm sure people wow. who set up those mechanisms and do those things are going through portals and are forecasting and being a part of manipulating the future. And, and they're there, and they're in every community, and I'm sure the in, indigenous communities have those stories about the Black Brotherhood. One well, thing that I that I felt really that I needed to say during this, too, was that in terms of people thinking that it's the end of the calendar, what makes the Mayan calendar so beautiful is that there is no end. It has a decimal and it keeps going. They, they take groups of numbers so that, for us, we don't like to say 1,256,786. 
they can merely say three Bach tunes, two count tunes, and it makes it a simpler counting system. In terms of them saying it's the end of the world, meaning we're all gone, they wouldn't oh, do that. that. Yeah, that's not let, true. Let me explain. In Palenque, um, there's a writing in stone that the Maya did that said Pakal will be um, exalted by the world, and the date equals 250-some thousand A.D. So if no, Pakal is going to be exalted by the world, why would they have a date so far into the future? A correction, Brendan. The date in the it, future is at four seven seven two. Four seven seven two, right? In Koba, there's a further date. So too. a couple thousand years from now. Yeah, he'll be he'll be celebrated. But there are some that go way into the future uh, calculations that that show that they didn't think it was going to be the end of the world because they're talking about things that are going to go happen much further into the next boxing. All right. So the world's not going to end this year. I could look forward with comfort into as long as I'm around being yeah, able to see a real a future. Tag to put on the Maya calendar, but uh, I understand it because there's so many doomsday prophecies, and it is the end of the Kali Yuga. It's the end of the Kali Yuga, and that's the end of a calendar. It's the end of a Maya calendar. Um, Native Americans uh, talk about the Egyptian calendar is the Egyptian on 2012. Uh, yeah, so. It does seem like this knowledge was spread out, um, you know, uh, throughout all the communities of the world because uh, all these calendars seem to coincide with basically on their end date times for that calendar. And then again, the Mayas start again. One, two, from that Bakhtun, they get to the next Bakhtun. Do you see what I mean? So it's just, it makes this system. It's an end of a giant cycle. You brought up something earlier that uh, is very intriguing to me about about the dark adepts and, and the uh, dark, dark or black magic. And I wanted to uh, mention to, to Clifford uh, a very interesting thing that Grandfather Martin Gushwe Somo told me when he stayed at my house inadvertently for a week uh, a number of years ago. And he said that, that the, in his interpretation of things that the earth should probably already have gone through uh, these cataclysmic changes. Um, he said they should have come early. And he said that the only reason why they hadn't come is because they were being held in check by black magic. And he used that term, black magic. He said the reason why we haven't gone through the changes is because they're holding off the inevitable, which I found very intriguing. Have, uh, well, this- I think, and Clifford, I think, when he described, there's really no better way to say it than, than Stardate Night or, or Star Portal. I agree with him. But, I, you know, it's, it, it would have to be obvious to... to uh, I think us, at least here in the West, that there is uh, there is no conspiracy. Number one, that basically in the past twenty years everything has been in our face. Uh, Bush didn't lie, and uh, he said we're going to come in and we're going to make the rich richer, and we're going to do it by any means necessary. And he did it, and everyone stood there. It, well, there was no conspiracy. But beyond these type of people who are petty tyrants and uh, petty rulers or rulers for profit, they're, they're not the black brothers. The black brothers are concealed. Uh, these are puppets of the black brothers, but they are out there. And, and, and they take many forms, and uh, it pops to the surface. I think we've been socialized not to see them. Uh, Americans get all their toys. They get everything that they need plenty of things to look at and to play with. They don't see what's going on. 
Those Let's ask Clifford what he thinks about that. I, I, I think that's a really uh, interesting and valid point. All those things are there to fixate consciousness away from truth, away from what's really happening in their world. I guess we can say, Brendan, that maybe they're using this to mollify the masses so they don't look behind the scenes to see what's really going on. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter, where we are known as The Paracast. What else? The Paracast on Twitter. Follow us, neighbors, and maybe we'll just follow you. We have a special Mayan Roundtable with Gene and Chris. You're in The Paracast. Are you tired of searching for great talk radio? Something more important. Search no more. We are the GCN Radio Network. If you want to get your website online and you need reliable service, first-class service at the lowest possible price, there's only one place to go. Well, DreamHost has a special promotion with our show where they'll offer you unlimited disk space, unlimited bandwidth, one-click web apps such as WordPress, 24-7 support. You can save over $55. You want to know how? Go to DreamHost.com slash radio, DreamHost.com slash radio. For 50 eight years, fate has provided true reports of the strange and unknown. Fate brings you the latest in all aspects of the paranormal, like angels and miracles, psychic phenomena, ghosts, UFOs, and much, much more. To receive your complimentary fate magazine, call now at 1-800-728-2730 or visit their website at www.fatemag.com. That's 1-800-728-2730. What are you waiting for? Your fate awaits. We all know the importance of having storable foods, but what about when the food runs out? What then? For real food independence, you need a supply of non-hybrid seeds. Introducing the Survival Seed Vault from MyPatriotSupply.com. The Survival Seed Vault is sealed for freshness and includes 20 varieties of easy-to-grow non-hybrid seeds for only $37.95. For less than $40, bucks, you have got real food independence. And the Survival Seed Vault includes detailed planting and seed-saving instructions. Imagine the barter power you'll have when the food supply does collapse. Right now, save $9 instantly when you buy three or more Survival Seed Vaults from MyPatriotSupply.com. Same-day shipping on all orders. Plus free shipping on orders over $49. Call 866-229-0927. That's 866-229-0927. Or discover more emergency preparedness products at MyPatriotSupply.com. That's MyPatriotSupply.com. We all know that Berkey Water Purification Systems are the most trusted name in water filtration. As an authorized Berkey dealer for over six years and serving thousands of satisfied customers, the Berkey Guy offers amazing specials for Berkey Water Filtration Systems. The Berkey Light Systems include a set of self-sterilizing and recleanable black purification elements that purify water by removing chlorine, pathogenic bacteria, cysts and parasites to non-detectable levels and remove harmful chemicals such as herbicides and pesticides. Order the Berkey Light System today complete with two black Berkey elements for only $231 and the Berkey guy will ship your order free of charge. With the purchase of a Berkey light, the Berkey guy is also offering a set of fluoride and arsenic filters for only $39.99. That's over 30% off the retail price. Call the Berkey guy at 1-877-886-3653. That's 1-877-886-3653. Or order online at GoBerkey.com. That's GoBerkey.com today. 
Are you having trouble paying your mortgage? Maybe your mortgage loan is upside down or in foreclosure. Maybe the bank already foreclosed on you. Don't sit around being a victim of bank fraud. Fight back. We have the tools to help you fight back. Here's how. Go to inspectoraudit.com and click on the GCN radio special. Order a summary audit. Find the real truth about your loan. Maybe like me, you'll find your bank loan was paid off already. Maybe, like me, you'll find your bank defrauded you at the closing. And maybe, like me, you will go after them. Did you know 78% of home loans in the last 10 years violated consumer credit laws? We should not let the banks get away with this fraud. Go to InspectorAudit.com and click on the GCN radio special. Order a summary audit today and find the truth about your mortgage loan. That's InspectorAudit.com or call 855-373-4948. That's 1-855-373-4948. Hi, this is Ted Phillips listening to the Paracast, and it's as good as it gets, believe me. Exploring Mayan mysteries, indigenous peoples, legends about the possible end of the world, about controlling the populace so, well, we don't look. We don't look beneath the surface because we're happy with our iPads and our flat panel TVs and all that stuff. We have Brendan O'Brien and Johnny Chanel of the Maya Sites Travel Service and Clifford Mahudia Zuni Elder. Brendan, you were about to start a further discussion before I had to do the break. Let's continue. Well, I think maybe I got a little bit off track, but I think that, I, again, I do think that there that there's some sort of awakening that happens, and it, it's kind of like the hundredth monkey thing. And I think that maybe the mechanisms that are being explored, uh, at least with the Maya ideas and some of the mystery that shrouds them and, and people, you know, wanting an answer, wanting something, everyone needing to focus on one thing. And that may not necessarily be negative. It may be something that indeed helps us all come to understanding. So, like, uh, I didn't agree with Jose Arguellos on just about all of his stuff and where he got it. But then there's another part of me that respects the man immensely for what he was able to do in terms of uh, human consciousness and raising people uh, a little bit higher up than they were before he came along. And, and I just think that maybe this Maya thing might be a mechanism for all of us to ask questions and to be curious about our future and to make us say, well, why would I even think it's the end of the world? What is going on where we all think that it could be a possibility in the back of our minds. We know scientifically it could, but what is it we're doing that makes us in our, our guilty part of conscience go, you know, what is it? Is it something we're doing? And that's a good thing. I think that's a good question. So, so we're creating a self-fulfilling prophecy. It's kind of it what I'm hearing. It may be something like that. It may be a way to avert something that would otherwise be inevitable. It may be to bring something on that's going to be painful, but in the end helps us. Who are we to say? Unless we do it, we take that step. We have the conversation. Well, Clifford, do you have anything to add to the conversation? Uh, how, how does the Zuni view? Well, the Zunis believe, again, that, that there's have been some changes in the in the world's past. I think what's gonna what what's coming on now is that the Earth is going to go on. I mean, the planet's not going to blow up or anything like that. What has happened is that the people did it to themselves because they violated what their 
the rules and the the protocols given by them, hoping that they will not do what they did in the past, especially among the American Indian tribes. And so we are not following that path anymore again. They did up to about, uh, I would say, about 200 years ago, maybe even the, but maybe even 400 years ago, until they had a virus that was put into the to the community system, which were the for the, the inquisition of the Spanish and, and the conquerors, and they deviated from that. And they, in so doing, they deviated from the practices and the protocols given by the by the Star Brothers and, and the different deities. We still got the deities going on full speed, but again, we're, we're in a very different type of a world, but it still has to go through there. Now, the, the question of the dark forces came up about the reason that the the dark one was created from the beginning by the creator was that that was for population check, so they would not have over overpopulation in the Zuni mythology. But the witch or the the blood dark force had the uh, ear of corn, which was a which was a uh, food for all the Pueblo people. And that's the reason that he got saved to be on this planet. However, the dark forces overcame the good because a lot of our good people went over on the dark side. That's why I talk about the dark side. And this is prevalent with other societies, especially with other races. You can look at whatever you want to put it. I'm, I'm sitting over here in Zuni America. I don't have any influence by other things except what the teachings of my grandfathers were. And I could pretty well tell that this is what's going on in the rest of the world. That's or those are the dark forces that are creating this big old thing about end of the world, and they're blaming the Mayas. If only they could learn about what their whole system is. They're only looking from the outside, looking into them, into the Maya. They're not. They have never gone inside their room with the Maya and looked out backwards, and it's going to be a different vision. Very well put. Very Very well put. put. Yeah, and and there's there's also, again, I'd like to emphasize, there's a reason. You know, uh, with the Spanish, the Maya, they they think they were pretty close in estimating them to be 3 million strong. And by the time the Spanish were done, there were less than 100,000. And uh, if that doesn't... um, you know, make you keep secrets because, uh, you know, that free knowledge, uh, the, the church was very fearful of it and uh, of the knowledge and, and of the practice. And also that, that thing of that, they, that, that the Maya people know, like I say, they, because they, they believe that they're going to keep coming back and they're, they're not going to, like, start out like, in, you know, the Hindu theory they're going to go through being a whole bunch of animals, and then they finally get to reincarnate as a human, um, that they think they're going to be able to come back so quickly, that, that gives them a fearlessness about the whole situation. They're, they're completely, they're people that are willing to get on a chicken bus with, packed to the brim with all these people and guys strapped on top and bagging and chickens, and the bus catches on fire and they're going down a mountain, and they're okay with it. 
<laughs> and you would think you would okay. have a heart attack. <laughs> oh, and man. Day, this I've is seen, the way I've you seen, get to and from work. So, Last time I was in Guatemala, I saw that. And I was just like, you know, these people, they are fearless. They, they are not as... We're just the Western world, the white man framework of our reality is... This is our only time. This is what's going on, and our perception is the only true one, and we're going to charge ahead. It's the complete opposite of that. Yeah, also, I'd like to say this, though. When Johnny says they know they can come back, in the classic period, there's this wonderful uh, piece of artwork of Pakal, and he is in, in, in a boat, and it, it, this was actually carved onto a femur, a human femur, and he has great sadness and trepidation, because on the outside of the Pakal lid, there is what would be like a skyband bardo. And the king, once he dies and drops into the underworld, he has to go through all these trials. And the trials, as they were handed down and spoken, and when they talked through the portal through the queens to the ancestors, the ancestors says, you need to prepare or you'll be stuck there forever, or you may not ever make it through. And so it was with great trepidation and sorrow that kings had to make that journey because it was much harder than to get uh, up and sit with the ancestors. That, that thing from death until you go, those trials were very hard. And I'll I tell you what, we have a trial yeah. we have to go through right now, which is ending the show. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, but I'm going to ask you, Brendan, can you or Johnny tell us more about the Maya Sites Travel Service? Give us a few seconds of information. Basically, the reason, whole reason that our travel company exists is because we saw that people were not getting a, a quality experience when they traveled to the land of the Maya. They were getting thrown on tour buses and all kinds of stuff, being told that the Maya don't exist anymore, etc. So we created a niche where we assist people and travel in the land of the Maya in any sort of way. Any questions anybody have, free information about how to travel in the four countries that the Maya are in, Mexico, Guatemala, Belize, and Honduras. And the site is mayasites.com, by the way. It's mayasites.com. We have a link at thepowercast.com. Chris O'Brien's site is being redone finally you're going to see a great new look and feel real soon we'll be talking as always when we want the wisdom of the elders from clifford mahuti right and clifford and i are are, are helping run a trip down to palenque uh in november in conjunction with my side so uh we'll have a link for that too we sure will special thanks to brendan o'brien johnny chanel and clifford mahuti thank you all for joining us this week on the powercast thank you this is the powercast <laughs> the powercast Featuring Gene Steinberg and Christopher O'Brien is a copyrighted presentation of Making the Impossible Incorporated. Tune in next week for a new adventure in The Paracast.